0: Alright, yes, hello, what's going on? Rich Ryan here, Reinforced Running Podcast. Today, we have the final installment of our Fantasy Spartan Race Draft. So, it, it, it all comes down to this. The World Championships, as it should the winner takes all in the fantasy draft. We'll go over everything in terms of what the rules are, what the scoring is, and how the standings are playing out. But All you need to know is whoever wins this wins it all. So this is a very poetic ending to an epic season of fantasy drafting. So we talk about last race in the beginning. We do a little chit chat to start and we do some of our key takeaways and then we go deep. We talk about 30 plus different athletes who are going to be racing at Abu Dhabi this upcoming weekend and then we draft them then we take them who we think and we create team three different teams my friend Brackencracker Jack Bauer we go into it so real fun time it's been a great time doing this so it all comes down to it so I'm excited let's get into it fantasy Spartan race so let's start. <laughs> so, so you were biking you down missed all you of going? that you, missed I know. All. You, didn't, you didn't
1: have any of that <laughs>
0: No, I do need to just pick. So, who thus knows far, where it's going to go? That's why we've talked about 500 degrees, the G code, Limp Biscuit. Yep. All chocolate. three Limp Biscuit albums have been mentioned chocolate starfish
2: and hot dog flavor water. Anyways, Macaulay yeah. and I, our first parental advisory album, we biked down to Best Buy and Kohl's. We bought cargo shorts at, at Kohl's because you got to buy cargo shorts back in got the 90s. Those pockets, yeah. And then we stopped at Best Buy and they had. Like a buy one get one half off and so we bought it's dark and hell is hot and the marshall matters lp wow and then we got real nervous because we knew we weren't allowed to have them so we threw the packaging away and stuffed them in the cargo shorts pockets and put it back in the cole's bag and then like got our story straight biked home parents asked what we bought we showed them the cargo shorts they said did you do anything else and we said uh, and these albums we pulled them out and they made us return them oh no
3: uh,
0: the uh because you couldn't even couldn't lie. if just looking at the dmx title I'm, I'm sure if you flip that over all the titles of the songs are probably not going to pass the the parental eye test and the first song i think on the marshall mathers lp i think is called kill you yep and and uh from the first like bar, probably. Yeah. Mm,
3: I don't well, think this going
0: to work. My dad was a high school teacher, but
2: at an alternative high school. So everyone there was on expulsion or pre-expulsion, mm-hmm. but it was like a very interpersonal school and he had a good relationship with them. And so he was very, unfortunately,
0: up to date on current music. And so he knew. That's tough. Yeah, 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 and both those guys they're both on on about shock, but they came out at two different times, I think. Right? When would Marshall Mathers have come out? He was, he was like 96, 97 for like his oh, first one, and then for the Slim Shady, yeah, maybe Slim not then. Shady, Slim Shady, Shady LP was like 99, I think. Yeah. Okay. am So, classics that you had too bad. Did you, to, you had to bring him back?
2: Well, prior to that, I had this kid who he was probably one of the first people who was using what would it even have been? This was pre Limewire. Oh. Like it was pre Napster, pre maybe Napster? it was LimeWire. I don't know. It was when I was in seventh grade. But he used to get songs and he'd put them on cassette tapes for us. And so I had, <laughs> I had Infinite and Reasonable Doubt as two of my first cassettes. Hmm. Infinite was Eminem's, I believe, his first like EP he put together.
0: Before yeah. My Name Is. This is like when he was like a Detroit rapper. This is like when he was song.
2: underground, and this is this had some of his stuff that got him in trouble later because he was. That's when he was dating a black girl and said some things about her afterwards on Infinite. And then mm.
3: it,
2: it didn't really hit right. <laughs> now, most of his stuff didn't hit right, but it was never yeah. racial, this his stuff's, racial. His stuff's not aging very well, yeah. I would imagine, if you go back. Yeah. You know what? Lisa is all about Eminem. She loves it. She runs to it almost every day. And so during this training block, I started going back to it. and. It still it still slaps today. Yeah. It still has some bangers. I'm, I mean, I'm
1: looking. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl halftime show.
2: Socially, it doesn't hit well.
1: Yeah,
0: no. Like he I'm never sure. cared
2: about that. I'm yeah. sure.
0: And he, uh, he, his newer stuff is kind of the same. He's still just like upset and just too like angry. I yeah, he's you... not like making fun of like the younger rappers.
3: Yeah,
2: so, I, I'll say this. Encore was hit or miss. Recovery was hit or miss. Relapse more miss than hit but music to be murdered by side a and b if you give it a shot is almost as good as anything he's
1: ever made yeah is that the one the- with like fall and like a couple of the other songs like
0: that he has the- a couple of songs on there yes yeah <laughs> <Almost> <laughs> nice. i did i did bail after a while and like does, thematically is it still the same content like his flow and the way he and like the way he can put together um, just like like the the sonically, the way the music sounds is always like pretty good. I think yeah. his, his like skill as a rapper is good, but his content eventually just kind of it dropped off the content. It felt like he was forcing. It. I think a lot yeah. of it was also the fact that he was trying to go
2: sober and didn't know how to be creative without it. But on this mm-hmm. one, it's almost like it's the most relaxed at peace I've ever seen him. He has yeah. more collaborations that I've ever seen, and he'll let someone else, a young artist, go first. Yeah. And then he'll come in, piggyback off it, go for a while. And then just random verse, just just like drop incredibly, incredibly, just incredible verses. It's So I, I really like it. It's different than anything else he's done, but he just, it's almost like he's old man Marshall now. He'll sit back, help people up, and then remind them like, I can still do things you can't. He, so I enjoy the album, but it took me two times listening to it first.
1: I, I think that song, uh, Lucky You, that, that one's pretty sick. I don't know if if you remember that one. That's I think it's Joyner Lucas is the other guy who's with him, mm, <laughs> but that good. one that that's a that's a pretty solid one.
2: But he usually keeps it pretty tight, like yeah. under wrap, who he works with. And on this, he just invites like every young up and comer in the game to like sample your stuff on my album. But then he also closes down the show on every
0: on every track i think strategically that's a good way to approach it as an aging artist at all it's like okay let's, let's do a side by side here and then you can really yeah. hear because when it's a feature you can tell who the superior artist is typically or who did better in that one specific song so brings him on and just like hits him back to back that is old man marshall yeah. Good. yeah he's less
2: angry and now it's almost like he's sitting on his porch chuckling at people like, hey, come sit next to me for a while. But then every once in a while, I'm going to really make funny.
1: That, that's funny that you say that, Bracken, because I saw a Photoshop picture of Eminem smiling, and it was like the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. There, <laughs> have you ever seen Eminem smile? I <laughs> haven't. Like every Don't. single picture, he's like mean mugging Thanks. the camera. And it's It's like that just doesn't look right. And someone was like, I photoshopped this. I literally can't find a picture of him smiling. And it's it's just as disturbing as you think.
0: That's a good point. I don't think I've ever even. What kind of like comedy do you think he likes? You think he likes dry stuff? He, he look, look, the, at his, uh, look at his music videos
2: though. Yeah. He'll smile in there when he's doing his parody stuff. Mm. Yeah,
0: like real slim shady, that kind of stuff. Yeah. All right, we're here to draft. Let's talk about some.
1: <laughs> some star race stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: let's just draft rappers instead. That, that could yeah. be what we do in the offseason here, which I would be down for. I think that that would go well. Um, but Speaking today,
3: of which.
2: Eminem, I would pick in an OCR race. He'd be my first round draft pick. Really? He's talked about running his entire career. If you look back through it. Oh, okay. if
0: we were to draft rappers who were going to race an OCR race, what yep. distance are we doing? Tahoe? It doesn't matter. He—he's the matter.
2: only rapper I know of that runs.
0: Okay, now let you guys
1: uh, go on. Let's run sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the thread where sh- somebody photoshopped Marshall Mathers into, like, the Detroit cross-country championships in, like, the no. late 80s? Oh, my God. Some <laughs> guy basically made this fake results thing, just came up with a bunch of, he found actual similar results from some race back then. And then he put Eminem in there, and he put him at, like, a 1710 or something, like a legit cross-country time. And people were like, holy shit, he's actually fast. And, like, trying to look, everyone was just trying to find his other results and stuff, and they couldn't. But it was it was a wild goose chase, and it was awesome.
0: Well, we know who the first pick would be in that in that draft, so it would all come down to the random name wheel generator that who who would get that person. <laughs> but last time Good Bracken draft. was so this was the the scenario we needed was Bracken to go two zero, I think, right? And then that would kind of put everything. Well, no, there was a scenario last time where we'd all be tied, but right now the record is Jack, you're in first place, you have six, you're six and four. Bracken, you're in second, Fair. five and five, because you were two and zero in the Big Bear race, and I'm now four and six. I have not won a single match in, like, three races or something like that. But the tiebreaker, Jack, you have 204. Bracken, you have 235. And I have 202. So, still have the tiebreaker there. So, it well, really so does – going to come down to this race. I'm rounding yeah. into form. This is art imitating life right here.
2: <laughs> we I'm saw, closing we it
0: down. So, I have – I've been thinking there's – so, last – the results, it was so close between us all last time. Jack, uh Bracken, you had 37, so lowest point total wins. Jack, you had 41, I had 45. Jack sabotaged me by his by <laughs> screwing up his own race so that John Howard was. I was, I was like kept. John Howard,
1: go right ahead. That was basically what
0: happened. Jack made a post about how easy the spear throw is, hasn't made a spear throw since he made that post. Dude, I honestly, that recon- was like
1: one of the most heartbreaking. I was like, that was the stupidest post I've ever made in my life.
0: I should have recognized the karma that was coming my way for drafting you. Yep. I thought I was gonna have some good stuff. I didn't, and now I'm in last place. Deservingly so. I should have known. I should have known this was the case. But I have some uh I've been thinking about what kind of drafters we are. And Bracken, I have this analogy for you. I'm thinking, so like LeBron, he's a he's a a player still, but he's still a GM, mm-hmm. right? Like he kind of picks things and anymore the way he's developing these teams is based off of who was balling back when he was, like, really balling. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, that's kind of how you're picking your teams. But right, was like, ah, that guy was nice in 2016. So I'm going to pick him up, and it's freaking like working health. for you. Like Ooh. on hell. Yeah. I picked up uh Tiffany Palmer off the waiver wire, which was oh. a crazy pickup. I didn't know. I didn't think she was going out there. I don't think you knew either, and she just crushed it at the Big Bear race. So I saw I
2: she might be going, and she and I won a world title together. Right. Is it a podium world title if it's the co-ed relay at OCR Worlds? No,
1: I, I podium there. It's definitely a real title. Okay, yeah. so it's a podium. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, were, we were like two minutes behind uh, Ida and Leon and that team, so we weren't wow. bad. You couldn't even yeah. see him.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah I, I passed it off with the lead on the last
0: leg, so... Did you guys watch the uh, Big Bear coverage? It took a while for them to get it out, but uh, what, what were some of the takeaways we had from that? Bracken, what were you thinking in terms on the? I mean, let's talk about the men's side. The men's side was just really compelling, really fun. What were some takeaways you had from the, from the men's side of things? The first thing I thought was that the results
2: did not indicate the race. The final standings didn't show what happened during that race. It looked like. The guys did their thing like they always do. And the kind of the outsiders, the fringe guys, the people who are new to the sport didn't really have a say in it. And the reality was the newcomers and fringe guys dictated every step of the race up until the last, like what, 10 minutes? Not yeah. Even.
0: If that, at the
2: bottom they, of the lost hill. Like we in quotes, the OCR community looked good on the podium, but we're hanging on by a thread. Mm-hmm. And my second takeaway was, I, this is one of those races. Sometimes I watch races and I'm like, man, I still got it. I watched this race and thought I would have been out of sight one mile into this race. I could not have even, if it was a race to the top of the first climb, I couldn't have done it. These guys are on another level fitness wise at altitude in those mountains.
3: Yeah.
1: Lars is such a good climb. I, I watched him and Josiah and Atkins take off at the beginning. I was like, I, I had the same thought. I was like, I don't think if you, like offered me a million dollars, I could hang with them for half this climb. How fast mm-hmm. they're going!
0: A million dollars, I bet you could. I bet, I bet on you. But I bet on you before. Phys- it's gone Physiologically, I don't think that I could. <laughs> also, Josiah got out
2: raced. Technique wise, he refused to hike, yep. and I think it cost him. He ran every step of that entire course, and Atkins and VJ didn't, and neither did Lars. And I, I really think that a lot of that last five minutes of racing was because he had just not, he was the most aggressive racer, the most impressive racer, Mm. but he couldn't close the show. It was interesting to watch the style of racing.
1: I, I actually was at the airport with him at for about two hours after the race. And we just watched all the Instagram stories and we're talking about it. And he was like, yeah, I basically got to the bottom feeling good. And then I just forgot how to do monkey bars. And I didn't, you know, carry the, the bucket as well. And I just overthought everything. And it was just little by little, like losing that fraction of a percent that just added up at the end. But he said he felt good heading into there.
0: Hmm. Yeah. It comes down to experience, right? Like, and that could be yeah. said for someone like that, who's hasn't run that many of these races, especially at a, uh, at a championship level, yeah. because this was really a championship race boiled down yeah. very much to whoever was going to win this between Atkins and VJ took, took down the whole series. Do you think that, this race would have played out the same way if Josiah and uh, Lars were not in the race because they really did take and, and Atkins did adjust to them, right? Like he didn't necessarily, he didn't, he wasn't necessarily racing them from the start, but he was racing them for a lot in that m- the back half of the race, and he doesn't necessarily even racing VJ until maybe the spear throw. He wasn't even like yeah. necessarily with wasn't him. even
1: aware that VJ was there, basically. Yeah. Are you saying if the same exact field was there, because Atkins was the best climber and Ian couldn't hang with them, and VJ wasn't hanging with them? I think if does like,
0: Atkins does Atkins go as hard in those in no. the first half? I think if, right. if
1: Woods or like a couple of years ago, Johnny was there, Killian was in this race, then things might have changed and it, it would have been pretty similar. But I I think if Atkins took the You know, if he was the the best climber in the field, he probably wouldn't have gone out as aggressively.
2: Here's what I think. I think that without those guys in the race, Atkins wins it. Mm -hmm. But with those guys in the race, VJ doesn't win unless Atkins is there. Because Atkins bridged his gap. Atkins was up there throwing punches back and forth with them. and I think he and Lars blew each other out. Because Lars didn't give in on the descents. And I think Ryan was a little taken aback when he'd catch Lars on a descent and Lars would just re-raise him right away. So I think those two, Ryan is almost the master of all master tacticians. And I think he just got a little more aggressive than usual. And as a result, he couldn't quite close the show out. I think VJ was benefited by Ryan chasing them. But if Ryan's the leader the whole time, He's really hard to run down.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking too. And, and maybe just not being familiar with someone like Lars and and how tough he is. Maybe Atkins makes a move and, and thinks it's decisive when it wasn't decisive enough. And even if he does go too hard, maybe he blows himself up even earlier trying to get by someone as talented as as Lars. Um, but yeah, He's I was like kinda... right before that. Like Lars was hanging up there for what like forty five minutes with
1: Atkins. So he even though it was his first race there, he was probably like, okay, this guy's pretty legit.
0: Did he yeah, miss a spear?
1: That uh, I think he missed the spear. He missed one thing. So that that was Taylor Turney told me he missed one thing. So it probably was a spear.
0: Everybody was missing the spear, and Atkins did. So he didn't necessarily have a, a way to engage with them in the later half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people can enough cl- like like in a climb like Tahoe, if you can run out if you're hard, a great climber. You can hang. you can hang yeah. there not and, yeah. and blow yourself up for the back half. So he might not even have known who yeah. like, what this guy had. That's true. And, and
2: everyone knows getting past takes the wind out of your sails. But unless you've been up in the lead of a race, I don't, I don't think people really understand how much having your move not work takes out of you. Mm. Like when you go past someone and they're still there, and then they go right past you again, happens several times. Lars would go right back around 10, 20, 30 seconds later. That takes a lot of sting out of you.
3: And Ryan's yeah. used
2: to closing so well on people that people don't come back on him like when he passes someone he knows write them off and Lars just kept coming back so i don't want to read too far
1: into it but that's a tough way to race is to try to drop someone and they don't drop can you think of another time when atkins essentially got passed at the end of any race like vj passed him at the end i can't think of a single time no
0: i can't either and um and i just want to make like not to take anything away from Fiji on the because he ran masterfully. He was that was oh, an yeah. amazing like tactical race that you don't really see in obstacle course racing. It was almost like he like sat back and kicked, which is unbelievable. <laughs> and it was yeah, that's like how you would do in a. Half it's marathon. almost relieving to know it can be done. Right. <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah. Do you do you think that uh, the the fact that it was like all right, all I have to do is a bucket carry and then do this barbed wire and that's it. And they're head to head. Who are you going to pick? Everyone thinks Zach is the best heavy carrier in the sport. I think VJ was like, sorry, man, I I want this more. And that was was a shocker.
2: It was so impressive to me because I was in that exact situation with Ryan. When I was at the height of my fitness, when I was living in Colorado, right by you, Jack, and I was as fit as I've ever been. And it was, you know, constantly on the national series podiums. I did that same exact race. I was back in fifth or sixth place through the halfway point, got to work, ran Ryan down. Same exact thing. It was in Montana. And I caught him at the base of the bucket. And all that was left was a bucket carry, the rig, and the finish. And he beat me by like 26 seconds. (laughs) And I was closing. I'd made up like a minute 15 in the last mile. I was bringing it home. And he was fading. And he had raced a 50 miler six days prior. So his legs were tired. I was so fit. And I had momentum. And he just broke my heart on the bucket. So when I watched them get to that point, I thought, "I've been there. You just don't have a chance against this man." And when VJ did it, I thought, "Now I know he and I are not the same athlete. He's much better than I am." But I'd felt what Ryan does to you at that exact moment of like the exact type of race, and VJ flipped the script, and it just
0: blew me away because it just doesn't happen. I felt the same. How decisive of a move it was, too. It was like literally like surged and and it was a a huge gap and then he was able to maintain that type of effort to to be there yeah to have that type of awareness i mean he is just really getting super skilled at racing to the point now that he can do it in a bunch of different ways which is going to be scary and it really not necessarily like the passing of the guard but having vj up there winning the series winning a race like this that he had to win in the mountains you know might not necessarily be one that we thought that he would come away with against someone like atkins but yeah, Man, he's been putting insane. in
1: work in Colorado, and this this course, I think, proved and shut everybody up that he can only run a sprint or a super.
2: I don't think it did.
1: It was really? a super distance. I
2: think it's cemented.
1: 3,000 feet again gain and, like. I'm I'm on board with it. Okay.
2: I've, okay. I'm not a VJ's a one-trick pony because a sprint yeah. and a super are double the dis. It's not the same event, but. Yeah. He lost the 15K at Worlds, comes back and beats Atkins in the Super. And it just reinforced to people, especially when he decided not to go to Abu Dhabi, that he still doesn't have that in his bag. And it's I'm angry for him that he even has to go through those comments. But I've just yeah. seen more comments of, see, you know, it was a Super. It would have been different if they had done it a beast. Uh, it's just so tough for yeah. this kid. He's doing everything right. He Under- lost defeated, what, one race this year? this
1: year. Yeah. He lost two, 15K and then that Indian Mud Run. Yeah.
0: yeah. And mm-hmm. one of them
2: happened to be a 15K. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Right. And that's the thing. Like a super epic bear is close to me is closer to a, a beast effort than any type of sprint. So that's what I saw. It and I was like, oh, wow. Because like, it is such yeah. a slower, more grind type of a race like where it is going to have to be a lot of hiking. And it's not super obstacle dense. So it's like that to me was a sign that it was more but people are going to look at it just as the distance like oh yeah super this is what it is the
2: the best people in the world john albin for example or hobie call the best people in our world when they get beat it's the last time they get beat at that distance or when they get exposed when john got exposed at altitude now he's out there winning sky races and and he won occ and he won tahoe like he he figured out altitude he figures out heavy carries. Hobie figured out Killington. He figured out mountains. And VJ is the only other one we've seen do this, where he gets exposed mm. by something and he turned it around in what three weeks? A couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah. He just—that's a scary thing, where he can just look at it, analyze it, and then beat it immediately. It. He's still in his yeah. mid twenties. I know. I know, We're and that's drunk. one thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, he
1: turned twenty three two weeks ago.
0: And for him to be able to – that's what I was most worried about after the 15K is that he wasn't going to have a good race at Big Bear and then it was going to compile and then like, you know, it's like this mental block at that point. But the resilience to just – to figure it out changes like he said like his his power hiking was something that he needed to change and that he worked on in that time. Yeah. And just by knowing and practicing and having a different strategy and, and being strong enough mentally to come back after such like a, mm-hmm. a blow, very, very encouraging. Got to,
1: if VJ was in this race for Abu Dhabi, where would you pick him? I'd put him
2: at even odds with Atkins and Albin.
1: I'd, I'd say he'd have to go top three pick in my. I'd opinion, probably man. pick him so third pick. out of those three. Yeah, but just based um, on World we'll Championship precedent. But I, I think if he's on the board of three, I'm, I'm taking him.
2: And based on strides, I might pick him first. I think
0: he has the most. Uh, the stride that would translate best to sand. Sand friendly yeah. stride. How about the women's side? Did we watch much of the women? Like, I watched some of it. I didn't I watch the it, whole thing through, yeah. but because it was pretty much chalk. It was more yeah. of the same. It was more of the same. I, right, I watched
1: next? I watched Lindsay in person about 15 seconds ahead of me for the last like four miles of the race. So I, I saw I saw what she was doing. Very impressive. Um, you hung she, with her though? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was getting kicked all the the dust from the uh the the chase cart the whole time. That sucked. I should have just thrown thrown in a surge just so I wouldn't have to deal with that. But she's a she's a phenomenal descender, as everybody already knows, and just super confident. Did it like she was just casually talking. Um there was one point where we were power hiking, and I was like, all right, I'm in like ninth place right now. Uh those two up ahead, they're in seventh and eighth. I'm like, I think you can get seventh. And she's like, I'm going to try. I think I will. And then I think she got eighth and after the race, she was like, ah, sorry to let you down. So I, I don't even think she was like all out during that race.
2: Has there ever been someone with a stride to performance ratio that's more different than hers that has like a bigger disparity between how they look like they're running and how yeah. fast they're actually moving? Her legs don't,
3: no, like
2: she, her, her stride doesn't open up ever. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have the Johnny or Ryan thing where they're running downhill and you can tell they're flying. She doesn't on the flats have that crazy, like Nicole style running. She mm-hmm. doesn't have the power of Emma. Like where, where is this coming from? She never <laughs> looks like if you had to look at her run on film and guess how fast she's running, you would always be wrong. Every day. Yeah, Because she just, I don't understand how she descends so fast because she, she doesn't she's break. so compact.
1: Mm-hmm. She doesn't break and she just has that quick turnover on it. it yeah, I I was sort of doing the same. I'm like, she doesn't look like she's bounding down the hill or no. anything, but she's like keeping up with me and I'm just like trying. Um,
2: and I, she has, because of that, she has no degradation of her stride ever. Yeah, It's the same stride, step one to step one million. It's just always right in the same mold. It, It blows yeah. my mind. I watch her and I think she can't possibly be running
1: faster than the men. And she is. Yeah. And that was and even she's, she's really good at power hiking. Um mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize at how good she was at power hiking, but yeah, because w- you don't really see that part during the races. They're typically showing the faster parts, but very good power hiker, obviously.
0: And something you said for the, the sand running as well, if it's happens to be the same thing, if she can just keep that stride and just have yeah. it be the effort how effortless. It is because um, even when she ran in the OCR stars, three mile was faster than I thought she was going to run. She was like 1720 something. So like yeah. she's probably right at breaking 18 minute for her 5k, which isn't world beating, but it's pretty fast. Now I've fast. raced three
2: times over there and two of them were in thick sand and nothing but sand. And I equate sand running to altitude running where mm. it just, it, it tips you to the next level of exertion instantly. And you're not allowed to tip over early because you don't come back. And so it really, it rewards engine where speed helps, but overall capacity is rewarded. You can't game sand. You can't steal time with technique on sand. It's just like engine overall capacity. And like, is there anyone on the woman's side that can stay lower than her max than Lindsay and still do well? I, I don't think there is. Her and Emma, honestly, like her and Cook Clark
0: are the two biggest capacities in the sport as far as I can tell. And that's going to be one thing when we start getting into the draft and like who we're going to lean toward. Like, I feel like the athletes who are, who have experience in maybe the ultra distance even who are going to be able to be a little bit more unflappable on when and not get frustrated and be able to grind and just know that they can continue to move are probably going to have the a better chance of performing well at something like this and obstacles
2: don't matter as much here because you can't accelerate in and out because the sand and everything's going to be bone dry. Mm -hmm. Your hands are not going to be cold and it's bone dry. Like it's, it's
1: sterile, but windy, right? Do you think that could play a little role in a couple things?
2: Only spear throw.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to do burpees in the sand. 'Cause that could, you know, get sand in places you weren't expecting and then like screw your, yeah. your,
0: your changing a little after yeah. They've been doing a lot more penalty loops. So maybe it's they'll do if yeah. there is like the the burpees will be like near the whereas there's like a visitor type center or whatever yeah. that there's gonna be, maybe where where there would be on concrete or something like that. Like you'll see a Tahoe. If um, they put you up and down a dune for a penalty, burpees would almost be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Looking so when I was looking for looking at this and prepping for things, you know, I was looking at the European Championships this year, the European Championships from 2019, some Tahoe stuff. How well do you think we can take previous results from Tahoe at the World Championships and and like forecast a race like this? Cream always rises to the top, but I think it's going to be different this year. Creams the in the one, middle.
1: Yeah, I think the I think you know Boston your cream. your one through your typical one through five are, are going to, you know, they're going to find a way to do it. But I think you're going to see a lot of people in that six to 10, six to 15 range that you're like, who?
2: Because it's a beast. I think you could almost just translate it right over now, but, but there's, there's two sides of that. The first side is that you've seen the people race well over there. Richard Hynek has raced well in Abu Dhabi. Sergei Perligan has, I'm not I'm B- name, yeah. Pereligan yeah. has raced well. And they're very good in the mountains. They're very good all over. Uh, Richard won the trifecta championships. He has that, mm-hmm. I can run and run and run and keep racing when I'm fatigued. We've seen that. But at the same time, when I've raced some of the people over there, uh, they're like Moroccan and Algerian f- 28 minute, 10 K guys come over and they are so fast on the sand. They are light, they're efficient, and they can do it. So I I go back and forth. Sometimes I think you just take whatever uh, European or Tahoe championship you want and just translate it right over here. It's still going to be a two and a half hour race. Who cares? Two hours. And other times I think, give it to the speed demons.
1: But didn't you lose by like a much, much bigger margin than you would have on like a typical course when you went over there? Because wasn't there like a 17-mile core you were expecting? like a Well, I mean, the
2: second time, 13, yeah. it was supposed to be 20 to 21K, and it was 31K. Okay. <laughs> but at in the, the yeah. one-hour mark, I was leading. Okay. And at the two-hour mark, I was leading. So yeah. it's not, not that it's about my position, but I finished up like 32 minutes behind the leader, but I walked the last 5K because I was so yeah. dehydrated and I had yeah. heat exhaustion and I was cramping. Right. So running in sand is like... For me, it translates well because I don't have a flowy stride. So I think that like I wouldn't do as well in Tahoe as I would do over there. So every time I
0: argue one side, the other side's like, yeah, but. And I'm considering the travel as well. Like when you look at Tahoe, right, historically, the mm-hmm. U.S. athletes are going to do better. Um, and, you know, you they, they're traveling across the world and then getting put at altitude or it's not at altitude now, you know, like the effort might be the same, but it's going to be level. It's not necessarily going to be these athletes who are in the mountains at altitude who are traveling much shorter, who might be at the top. I don't know how well that's going to like what that's going to do to change the results in uh, Abu Dhabi. Like if it is the cream that's going to rise to the top, it's an OCR, it's a beast. We'll see the same people in that top five that we would see at Tahoe, maybe, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it is. Like, from five to like 15, like where, who these athletes are going to be and and what factors are going to play into that.
1: You also have to remember like Europeans, it's still a six or so hour flight. Like if you fly from East coast to West coast in the U S it's about the same. That still takes a little bit out of you. So it's not like it's, it's a lot better than traveling overseas, but it's not a short flight necessarily unless you're in Eastern Europe.
2: And I think it's less about the flight than it is about the time zones. Yeah. They can still sleep. Mm -hmm. They might be waking up or going to bed two hours earlier, three hours, but our athletes over here are going to be eight to 11 hours difference. Mm -hmm. And that, that's going to be very different for them. But I don't know. At the end of the day, fitness is fitness. But when you put all these people in the same race, it chews up and spits out people who aren't ready for that. And so you're going to see some people that in quotes don't belong there. And suddenly they're there and they feed off it. And you're going to see some, Some uh, big dogs who aren't used to having people there and they're not going to be able to handle it. So, yeah, I think you can translate them over, but the order might just totally switch. Like top 10 is still top 10, but eighth might take
0: second. Yeah. Yeah. So who the heck knows? So let's get into some of the draft rules. We draft snake style. Where we go back and forth, double picks at the end and in the front. We're doing cross country scoring where we're gonna add up the top seven of our finishers. We're gonna pick, we're gonna draft five men, five women, one wild card. The top seven athletes will add up their places and the lowest score wins. We're gonna do a keeper. We're, we're keeping people um, based off of the last, it has to be outside the top two picks from the last draft at Big Bear. And, and it's it gotta to be a US has- athlete because that's all we did. That's true. It will be a US athlete. We are we have a US bias on this podcast, unfortunately. Yeah. And we still need to figure out the loser thing. I think we should just pick a stadium race and go and hang out and just figure out what that is there. Yeah, I'll do it.
2: How about the loser has to start in the second wave at that race?
0: <laughs> Br- oh back in the race the, that we you pay to travel there and you have to start in wave two. That'd be pretty funny. Back in the race we just did. There was no second was wave.
2: <laughs> I was worried I wouldn't be in the stadium rankings. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> i actually said that to rich
2: i thought i haven't run i haven't finished or i've finished one race in the last two years i've only signed up for two and i took fifth and it wasn't against like like third through and fourth weren't the top of the top so my ranking might have me not in this first wave luckily they were like congrats on
1: extending your streak if we throw out 2020 as a weird year where you just Thank didn't you. have options so 2020 counts. If you raced, it, yes. I didn't even go to a start line. Yeah. So I, didn't I didn't mean, you, you weren't even in a position early in the year before they called everything off. Right?
2: No, I was going to race early, but then as oh, okay. soon as they called it off,
1: I got knee surgery. Gotcha. Yep.
2: I was going to race Seattle.
1: Mm. And then mm. they, they made the like decision April. for you. Yep. Oh yeah. So well, I think we'll You and that. John Albin, uh, if you take out 2020 have had a podium every year since 2011, which is just absurd.
2: You know, David Magida called me Thursday. I had a yeah. couple factors. I didn't say this on, on my episode, yeah. but a couple factors. But the deciding factor was he called and said, Hey, just wanted to chat a little bit. But then he said, You know, if you, since you missed your podiums this year, uh, I, I me and Isaiah are now tied for the longest. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> hold that thought one second. I got to go book a flight.
0: Go on Expedia real quick. Yeah. Such a McEachin thing. He definitely was thinking about yeah. that. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna let him know." I'm gonna he should have called you on Saturday. That. He, <laughs> he pushed like, the, yeah, the yeah, two yeah,
2: correct yeah. buttons. Me <laughs> and Isaiah. <Boop>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, I'll go race. <laughs> yeah, master motivator, David McEachin. Are you, are is you guys motivated. doing San Francisco? Or are you done for the season? Nah. Yeah. No, no. But when is done. it? I think it's this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I have a, Same. I have an ultra on the fourth bigger, bigger goals, bigger goals. And I'm just, I was really beat. I was, I'm still like my patella tendon was actually like, I was like, I might've hurt myself just because <sighs> it took yeah, it just took so much going down. And Bracken uh, was talking about after the race, you were like, yeah, if you, you got to switch it so you don't blow up one side. And it was the side that I was running and landing each time I was descending. I'd like jump down three steps yeah. and land on my right side, kind of sideways too. Right? Had to turn my foot. Yeah. But it's better. But it was like, <laughs> Oh, I'm really not prepared for something like this. Yeah, Luckily, sure.
2: I'd been running down ski
0: slopes all summer and fall right. prepping. and been climbing. Fall. And I forgot there was a climbing race. I honestly was in the middle of it. I was like, oh, shit, climbing matters in this still. Yeah. It really
2: does. So my traps and lower back were blown up, but my quads, my legs weren't sore at all. And I think it was just from the ski hill, chop, chop, chop. It's not much different than stairs. Yeah.
0: Yep. No, definitely. Gets it's a beating. Than running flat.
1: In terms Kem- of 25 mm-hmm. minutes of workout. Ryan Kempson says that he, he never feels as sore as after a stadium race, which is surprising because he sells out all the time, but he's like, I don't like running them because they, they just destroy you. Yeah.
0: All right. So let's talk about who is not racing and then we'll get into draft order. Um, Jack, you did you, you messaged two to 3000 <laughs> 3, people figuring out who's going to be at yeah. this thing. Yeah. Uh, just some of the, some of the big names. We mentioned VJ, VJ's not coming. Uh, anyone yeah. else on the men's side um, that- I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the just based on who's had like a good world championship performance
1: Aaron Newell having surgery Angel Quintero decided not to go go um Dufo Manuel who just got fifth place at OCR worlds 15k from Europe he won't be there um hot call we know he won't Joshua Readinger. I think he would have had a, a good race but he won't be there Johnny Josiah, he's running the Xterra World Championship. Same Josiah would have done well here. He would have – I know. He was like, I wish it was a different day, man. I would have been there. So um, that stinks. Him and Lars, they won't be there. Kirk DeWint, from what it sounds like, he is fit right now, won't be there. Uh, All the the top Australians like Liam Liam McKenzie and Quentin Gill, those guys, they're not going to – Chris Woolley, he was really looking forward to this. Matt Rock's had a good year um mishka guillo he's always one of the top europeans and in, in snow races i would love seeing him as far as i've heard atkins is the only canadian male who'll be there so sean stevens whale mick girello uh,
0: sean, sean is going i meant to mention that <laughs> I, I wasn't going to hold that in my in my backpack oh, is okay because
1: I, I talked to him like a maybe a week ago and he said that he didn't he, it wasn't going to happen so that that's awesome um yeah i just okay. talked to him like yesterday Sweet. Um. So that that's that's really good news. Nick Riker won't be there. Vince Pakowski, Tyler Veerman, Ryan Kempson, Mark Batras, Chris Brown, and the defending champ Robert Killian.
2: And those three right there, Kempson, Batras, Brown, are made awesome. for this course.
0: Yeah. Yep. Totally agree. And this will so on the men's side, this will be the first time that we know there's going to be a new world champion. There's no defending world champion no. in this race. Alvin. From the previous year, Alvin. I guess oh, allow them Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alvin's no one has a chance dope. of repeating on the men's. No one side. has a chance of repeating. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Good way, First way. time. No, Sean Roberts, defending champion. No, Sean Roberts. Okay. okay. Got word back last night. Sean will not be racing. It is a Spartan race. He's he's held his word. He's like I'm done. I'm done on Spartans and hasn't been back to one. I Hope we do see him, but that okay. he, he decided no. How about the women's side, Jack? Who's not coming? Um. It, uh, pretty much everybody is going.
1: That's the surprising
0: thing. Um, like That's great. The, uh,
1: uh, for the best names, you probably have m- twice as many of the top women than the top men who will uh, who will actually be there. So, I personally I even thought
2: for fatigues. a second. I even thought for a second about is this the one to sneak into? Because if you <laughs> if you're good on the men's side, you should be booking a flight right now. It is. It's. I mean, there are there's a lot of good guys there, but it will be the least deep men's field in the last seven years.
3: And this is what's going to be I don't interesting. Know if with I agree the, with that. Like how, how the Europe,
0: how the Europeans going to play? In, t- in fact, that's what I meant about like the Tahoe versus here. Is like, yes, it will look less deep than the previous World Championships in in Tahoe. But well, I'm not exactly sure how good these European athletes are. These these non-U.S. athletes, these non-North American athletes, I guess I should say. Like, I
2: really have no idea. No Hobie, no Cody, no Killian. You're removing 50% of the winners historically. Mm-hmm. You have Woods yep. who's always top five. You have Batras, who's always top ten. No Which is not Woods going? Is Woods is there? Woods is gone. Oh, okay. I was wrong okay. about that one. I take yep. that back. Anyways, that you, you, you there are a lot of guys not going that should be really good at it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I would say that out of the top twenty athletes in the U in North America, 10 aren't going. And you never could say that before. So yes, the we might have the strongest European contingent ever, but we will have the weakest US contingent.
1: 100%. I'll, I'll agree with that part. Yeah. 100 percent But that's what you expect. Like in the you had a lot of the top Europeans not going to Tahoe and all the US athletes did it. And look what happened when OCR Worlds was in Europe. It's like you just see a huge mm-hmm. drop of international travel. So um, but yeah, just just to close on the women's side. So Nicole Miracle. Defending champ, obviously she will not be racing. Um, Miriam Guibosse, who got third at Tahoe, um, she said that it's just too difficult to travel right now, so she won't be there. Another top European who got third at Euro- uh, European champs a few months ago, Jezebel Kramer. I would have loved seeing her. Um, Rose Wetzel, that's I think she would have had a fantastic race. So that's kind of um, disappointing. She won't be there, but she kind of took her off season like right after big bear. And then they were like, Oh, we'll help you get over there. And she was like, well, I've, I've done nothing for two weeks. I, I'm not going to be able to get in shape enough. So kind of disappointing timing there. I would have loved to seen her. Um, Especially
2: since I think she would have like peaked two yeah. weeks off. Doesn't destroy your fitness. If you got two more weeks to get back into it after mm-hmm. a build for a beast feeling fresh. Yeah. Yeah. I think she would have surprised herself. Like a forced taper, almost. but she's very much a, like the way her mind is, is the way she races, athlete. And so, yeah. Like if she doesn't think she's going to race, well, she shouldn't race.
0: Yep. And just the mentality of like training and like thinking about a race, if you don't think you're going to race it and then trying to come back in for me anyway, I don't do well with that. I'm not mm-hmm. going to come in on a whim unless it's something I'm like been looking for. So she's probably like, now nah, I'm done. So yeah. I've, I've moved on. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
1: Alyssa Holly, haven't really seen much of her the past couple of years. Um, at least in the Spartan circuit, uh, she won't be there former podium at Tahoe. Lauren Weeks said that she won't make it. I I just would have been excited to see what she does because it seems like no matter whatever start line she steps on, she can do she's it She's going to do well. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been awesome. Uh, Miranda Kaplinski will not be there, and uh, the woman that I was looking forward to the most was this girl from Australia, Joanna Hills. That she's never really she's never raced anybody outside of Australia, but she's really good, and I thought she would have done extremely well. So I was looking forward to see her, but no one from Australia will be there.
0: All right, so let's get into Keeper. Let's do Keepers first, right? And then we'll do the, the draft order. Jack, do you happen to have last? I do. I ha- okay, yeah, let me just uh share the screen, pop it up so Brack- yep. so, so Bracken can see who we drafted now,
2: last. hot Oops. call, did he end up running at Nationals?
0: Nationals, I didn't see cross country. That's that's division, he's division mm, one. I don't that's know. That would be disappointing if he didn't.
2: Would he have
1: made nationals? Their team was uh, all playing.
2: The talk we, was this was their team's chance. No way that team made. Really? I don't know. I, he, I That was why he said he wouldn't end up going. He was going to go unless their team ran nationals.
1: Yeah. Um, I've got Let's him look, pulled yeah. up on. Let's look this up. Track if there
2: was ever uh, a world championship to come into off of cross country, it's Abu Dhabi. Yeah,
0: that's not, no, that's that not, that's not the like regional.
1: It.
2: That's not the
0: regionals
1: that, though. That's his latest uh Utah Valley. Was,
0: was that team nationally ranked Utah Valley? No, he, we talked pre,
2: we talked to him in like June or something and they were returning a lot of guys and they are really excited about their chances to go. <laughs> so it's yeah. like,
0: that's like preseason excitement for how good a season right. but his The
2: talk was when we, when we interviewed him was that he really wants to keep doing these races, but he's taking cross country seriously. And men got men got tenth. He would do worlds if at they didn't regionals. Go to
0: yeah, tenth and regionals uh, usually top two or f- in the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Let's look this up. Let's look this up. I mean, it's not a.
1: Oh, Connor uh, Manson. Does he go younger in the? Okay, yeah. It, bus, it's, it's not like a good.
2: <laughs> it's not a good conference to be in to qualify as a team.
0: No, he was not. Nau there. and
2: BYU are always going to go, and then you have to beat out Colorado.
1: It's Utah Valley. I, I I just typed in Hawk, and his name did not. Well, maybe he's hurt. Pop up. Okay. Maybe Hawk. Uh, no. He they have nine people for Utah Valley in this race, but he was, was not there.
0: We just thinking Hawk That's was short for right. something. Were you like maybe? Let's try I, I just typed it. in,
1: here, Here's the whole Utah Valley. You did now he's not on there.
0: Okay. That's surprising. Which I did watch. that. read you watch a race that Connor Mance is just, he's 26 level toughness. 26. He runs
2: the way you feel like you're running when you're running well in a dream where your <laughs> toes just barely skim the ground and your legs and arms are almost running too fast for
0: your stride. <laughs> he's gritting uh, in pain the entire time. He's having a horrible, it looks like he's having no fun from the first kilometer. And still yeah. wins. That was amazing. You guys have is he I actually twenty six?
1: twenty six though,
2: he's not twenty six.
0: Yes, he is. That's or 25. twenty
1: four? No, he's twenty four. And there was another 24. person on their team who's twenty six,
0: which is like twenty four is much different. But usually, like I, a two-year mission, right? A, a year to that mission. Plus, yeah. you had your COVID year, which everyone got an yeah. extra year uh, because of COVID. They,
1: there was somebody who. Was running in their seventh NCAA championship because they got like a, a transfer waiver, an injury waiver, and like all this other stuff. And I was like, that is just crazy that the first or, winky, their seven, seventh, season.
2: yeah, played, yeah. yeah. played triple play A for but, a minute. 29 yeah. year old Heisman. So yeah. I actually, I think I'm in the minority here. I don't have any problem with people being older than their grade. The whole concept of age doping and age cheating is nonsensical to me. Age doping, huh? Because if you would have left me three more years in college, I wouldn't have gotten much better. Like when you <laughs> yeah. talk track and cross country, yeah. when you're talking fast Twitch and anaerobic capacity, you can build most of that by the time you're 22. Like you look at one the one world for the, yeah. the track and most of them
0: are set by people who are 24 and under. So that's a good point. So like, well, yeah, I, if it was a marathon distance or something like that, maybe yeah. it'd be a problem. But yeah, and like, I understand different. why, but physiologically,
2: I don't see the actual benefit when they're like, oh, these Kenyans and Ethiopians are age dopers. Like, well, f- to what end? Like, what did they get out of it? Right. They graduate right. and they have to go pro anyways. That's another Or they They're just too. older and they have less training years ahead of them.
1: Or right. or it's like in baseball, like the Latin American baseball players, they'll put that they're 16, but they're really 21. And it's like, well, that's they different. suddenly fade at the end of their career earlier than you yeah. expect.
2: I I mean, that's well, different me.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's a power sport, but for endurance, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't have too big of an issue with it because like, what do you get for winning world cross
0: country juniors?
2: No. Nothing. <laughs> like what?
0: what, what, what was, what was the crime? <laughs> Maybe Connor man's can have like some brand ambassadorships now that that's something that NCAA athletes can do, but like, yeah. he's not making any money, <laughs> you know, yeah. like no. two time NCAA champions, but it's not going to do a ton for him.
2: He's yeah. not going to anyway. that well. That's my track.
0: soapbox on that. Yeah well right. keepers keepers time uh we need to do the order because that will affect
1: like if i'm picking a certain place i might not take a person for a keeper no it's keep. always
0: it's keepers first well i, I
1: also need the order to figure out what line i'm going to put them on
0: huh no it's where you put them on the previous
1: i know that i know that but we don't I, am I picking first in my round? Am I picking last in my round? That—that's what I'm saying. I
0: need no, no. But that's you don't. That's an advantage to know if you you put your keepers before you know where you're drafting because it's a risk of who you're going to keep. Okay. I'm trying All to right. game this. So no, no, I'm not. Um, a little bit. Here, here's he the... feels the heat coming down the
2: tracks.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. Rich should be feeling the heat because he's in last. I feel it's great.
2: oh each week. I'm I'm making stadium podiums. There's there's <laughs> <Yeah>. some mem- <laughs> you can.
0: It's tangible.
1: All right, all right. So, Rich, you want to pick your keeper first?
0: I believe I had picked you Logan. Pick
1: Lindsay and yeah.
0: No, no. I I had Logan in the seventh round.
1: That's a good
2: solid
0: pick. Are you? He was him though. Uh, yeah. oh everybody play else. Play yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm. I think,
1: I think he could, he could get top five in this race. I think so too. This
3: is like He'll he's be an interesting be
1: one. rested,
2: Because if you look at strides, he sh- doesn't have a stride that should be great in sand. But oftentimes people who run well in muck run well in sand and he runs really well in muck. Like He's really a toe well. striker and a high back kicker, but he still runs well. He defies logic.
0: So he, he does well in heat also. Yeah. Just, he just does running does well. defies logic. Yep. Yeah. And he's had a couple of things against him these past couple of races. He knows how to travel now. <laughs> like he can travel and, and perform. Uh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be too worried about anything external in this race. He's just going to bring it. So I'm, I'm excited yep. for him. I think he's going to do, do really well. All right. Team Bracken.
2: What, who, who is the first one I can
1: choose? Uh, Ian Hosick in round three, Face Stenning round four, uh, Casey Monroe, six, Faye Morgan, seven, everyone else will not be there.
2: So I would have to take them in the round. I took them right. Yes. Yeah. I'm not taking anyone. No keepers
0: back to the old strategy. I was Good.
2: going to take Faye, but I'm four's a little early fours early. Maybe not. If she was, If she was in that seven or eight, I'd feel real confident.
0: She might still be, around. she'd probably be around in the fourth round.
2: Yeah, that's my, that's
1: my
0: rationale. Uh, the women's um, race is pretty deep.
1: I'm doing the same thing um, where I am not keeping anybody. All right.
0: No keepers. Um, um, you know who
1: would have done well
2: here? I think Forrest. Oh yeah. This is a, his last year, his gap year.
1: His, uh his, his fitness in like all the Decker races. And I, I think that he would have had a, a phenomenal 2021 season overall. If he was healthy. How old is he now? 37
2: something. You only have yeah. so many years left. You hate losing one.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Especially towards the end. All right. Pulling up the name wheel, name of wheel of yeah. names. Now, no what league. did I
2: get for beating him head to head in city field? What was the bet? How
0: many, oh, how I'm, many points no, or no, picks? There stops? was zero bet. There was something. absolutely no. I don't bet. remember a bet.
3: Yeah. Something weighty.
0: Jack had the, some terrible suggestion I think after you, the fact. I,
1: I think the bet was you got to switch uh you got to switch your record. So now Rich is in second place. I think that was a bet. I thought
2: right? there was a points bet. I don't want that. Bet. However many points he is ahead is is the
0: bet I thought we took. Okay. Not uh, a bet that was up. placed. We're pressing we're pressing enter. It'll be Let's the last go. time I twist that knife. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. And we get to pick what <sighs> spot we want. I didn't. I do not want one. Um,
1: no, I'm just kidding. Obviously, I wanted first pick. I'll. I'll go number two, second overall.
0: Motherfuckers. All right, come on now. Yeah, oh, baby, goodness. give me one. This is terrible. All number right,
2: that one spot.
0: Good. I actually wanted three. I think Ooh. there are four to five rock solid picks not six how you picked here's what i believe
2: at world championship races you can't count on depth so you got to take the winners when you can get them
0: all right all right all
1: right right. All right, all right so i'm gonna share my screen but yeah pull that up yeah oh
2: i'm so glad i got this because i feel that there's only one safe pick really yeah, but I think the fourth pick is just as good as the second pick because I have like four or five more people who could all take first. No, if you're one, you one get guarantee. six. You get six. There's still, one plus four or five equals six. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah, said yeah, there's yeah. four or five others after that one, so I'm happy oh, actually.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: All right. Oh, crap. So I'm, are, I'm are you bad. Able to
1: see this? This whole line, I, I made it so that oh, yeah, hold the on. bottom person uh, fills out that line. Oh, there's
2: so... M- yes, this could not have worked out better. I'm going to choose the champ, and then look at all these people that could all do well. And so, to kick off my reign as the Spartan fantasy football champion, a come-from-behind, rags-to-riches, underdog, Rudy-type story, I, Bracken Crocker, choose Lindsay Webster.
0: All right. it's a bold
2: strategy there. Now, I feel bad for Lindsay and I'm excited for Lindsay because if there were ever a race to end your career on, you wouldn't want to gamble on a course that you have no clue how you'll do. Like She doesn't know if this will fit her skill set. You could put her on any other course in the US or maybe even the world and know any championship course there's ever been, regional, national, world, and you know she's going to win. This is the biggest question mark, but at the same time, I'm excited for her because if she wins this... The debates, there is none. It's over. She can do it all. She's the best. So, Lindsay, let's do this. You and I, hand in hand together.
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Can't, can't, can't argue. Can't bracken,
1: argue. Cracking for president 2024.
0: So, she outside. has been the only sure thing in every draft that we've done. This, I think, is the one that is most – yeah, like you yes. said, it's a, like not as sure of things as it's been. It's a little bit more of interpretation. We'll see how the race goes. But, I mean – This is the race to go to lose, right? You miss a spear
2: here. There's no big technical descents or climbs to come back on. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's really going to be tough. However, of all the men and all the women, I think she's the most sure.
0: I think you're right. But this is because this is fun. There's some, there's some going to be some battles up up top. So Jack, what are you going to do here?
1: Um, I'm going with uh, this guy, John Albin. You might have heard of him. I was hoping he
2: might slip to me at six.
3: Six?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, There was a really good chance of that, yeah. I I think uh, no explanation needed. John Albin, in my opinion, uh, he survived Tahoe. This is the course for him. Um, He said it himself on an ORM podcast earlier this year that that was pretty much how he described it. He's like, Abu Dhabi is going to be a very, very good course for me. Um, his running's at an all-time high. He got his injury uh, with, with the foot issue that he's had for years. All the kinks worked out over the past year. Um, he won European Championship by like five minutes. And I mean, 3 don't go against the second, uh, the two-time champ.
0: All right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you, Like, is sand good for him? And and is it like the thing that really hurt him in 2019 were the heavy carries? No double carry. There's no double carry. No double carry. Who told you that? There are two.
1: Garfield uh, said it on a thing yesterday. There are two separate carries, but there is no double carry.
2: I will believe it when the race is over.
1: I mean, there's no shortage of sand, so they better do it. If yeah, bring some extra bags.
2: Yeah. Bring some extra bags. You can't bet against him. And he's incidentally or coincidentally or non coincidentally, just mm-hmm. excitingly is the only person who has a chance to collect the, the all three. He can have the brace. He has linked yeah, in
1: Tahoe um, and here. Yeah. yeah.
2: No one else has the opportunity to. Oh, cool.
0: Cool. Do you think really Is brace
2: point? the correct word?
1: He has the trifecta of world championships.
2: I would
0: not know what you were what you, what you would have meant.
2: What is a <laughs> brace? What is the number for a brace? Is that four or is that three? No idea. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Um, I'm looking you think this we, is, got, we have to figure it, it out. In Braces terms of his... is a
2: brace? Two. Number.
0: A oh. brace is two? So he has that.
2: It's two?
1: It's two. I just looked it up on uh, Google in the background. Fine. He can get
0: the hat trick. Get the All right. I think we what know do you think that is? Yeah. Where what do you think his motivation lies? How important is this race going to be to someone like him? Where it seems like he's not necessarily steeped in this community. This isn't his. I, I don't know if this is what he's the most passionate about, or if he just happens to be awesome at it. Or he prepares enough to be the best at it, or if it's something that he like thinks about a lot in training and is really going to gear up for. I don't know what the rest of his races are going to be like. Is there anything like that that could be in play for someone like John Alvin? This is his high school reunion. He first got into running because of OCR.
3: Mm. He
2: did it. He was the man. He moved away. He went off to college. He started his professional life. He's doing all these great things, but he wants to come back and show out with a hot date on his arm. (laughs) He wants some respect on his name.
0: We'll see. Or if he's coming for just for a paycheck and going to try to train through the thing. I don't know. Could be that I think too. he just wants to get
1: wants to get back to skiing and not making as much money last year because of the cancellations. This would be a, a nice redemption for him. But I, I like Brackett's analogy a lot. Those <laughs> nailed it.
0: Spot on. All right, Rich, I'm going Atkins here. All right, another no brainer. He's going to be hungry. Never won a world championship. This is just he's a complete. It's going to be a gr- a grind. He's as mentally strong as anyone that we have on the men's field. I don't know what, do you, in terms of mechanics, Brack, what do you think about for Atkins and mechanics on sand?
2: On paper? I don't like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Same thing. Big, long stride, like big kickback Toe runner. Well. Mm-hmm. But
2: at the same time, like has the, has he ever shown an inability to run a terrain? He can run Seattle and Jacksonville muck. He can train all winter long. I just stopped betting against the man a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's right. He he's got it. Right. Don't
1: okay. forget. He's also really good in the heat. He made that post about how nobody was prepared for Utah and they just kept complaining. He's like, not my fault. You guys should have prepared. You knew it was coming and
0: he's got know, sauna. He,
1: he's got that sauna. Yeah. I, I think he's going to do fine despite living in
0: Canada. Yeah, I don't know if I don't. I don't think the Heat is going to play to anyone's advantage, necessarily in this in this race in December. All right, back to back picks. On the way back, I'm going to take who I believe is the only other world champion in this field. We're going to Zuzana. Damn it, that was my next pick. I'm kind it of was. mad about that. Yeah, my pick, the early yeah. favorite,
2: Rich Ryan.
1: Because she's he has two off. finishers, versus Yeah.
2: Because you so, could have first place on both sides.
0: Yeah, For sure. Absolutely. He's the only person that can say that. Well, depends on who. So far. There, I think that there is another pick that, that could have been in places, Susana, that I would have taken potentially, but I looked when I was looking at this and she kind of dominated the European championships. I mean, big, strong athlete had, I mean, I mean, she's 42 now. I'm not sure exactly how. So she, josiah was Josiah remaining. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know a ton about her fitness, but I know she's world-class athlete and something like a long grind like this, I think will do pretty well for her um, and has the experience at this championship level, which like I said, not many other athletes in the field can say. Now I have a question for you guys, Susanna two and
1: two lifetime head to head in Spartan against Lindsay. What happens if Susanna wins and she's a three-time champ has a winning head to head record against Lindsay. Does she become the Spartan female goat?
0: Is she already on your Mount Rushmore?
1: Is that already? Why wouldn't she be? Yeah. She's never missed a podium ever in like 40 Spartan races in her career. And she's won European champs multiple times. Not her fault that the talent isn't as good. She still shows up in races.
2: The problem is going to be, it's an asterisk for anyone. This is like the NBA bubble this year. Like this Abu Dhabi race is such a different race Mm -hmm. that there's going to be an asterisk. I think she's like
0: John Alvin. She's been punished for not living in the U.S., mm-hmm yeah yeah so that i mean you have to consider it it has my, to be in the conversation
1: my analogy um that i used with matt and nicole yesterday is that it would be similar to
2: we me. don't want your sloppy seconds come up with something new
1: yeah I'm, this is like, this is like a seven the same podcast one. don't remind people the third in 36 hours but uh eli manning against tom brady everybody knows that brady's had the better career but eli has the better head-to-head record especially in championship events terrible analogy it's not really terrible. Bad. I don't oh, Patriots. Pretty pretty who
2: has to play Eli Manning in this scenario? Eli is Susana. he's five hundred for two his championships, career.
1: just like Eli. But yeah, but, <laughs> but you said
2: she's never missed a podium.
0: All right, he Bracken. You Eli never missed an opportunity
2: championship an interception. All
0: right, all right whatever. Mm, I understand where no you're going, analogies. but needs work. Needs work. Bracken's high school analogy was a little bit better. Bracken's model head-to-head analogies. Did no one called. They they both sat there and just nodded, like, "Oh yeah, good I, good one, Jack." That was I, I knew
1: better than to try. They a don't car know who analogy, either person okay. is. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. oh, Matt Matt was blown away. You thought it was fantastic. All right. Anyway, um, time to Matt pick. Matt thinks
2: Waffle House is fantastic. I, that good is point.
1: Matt th- Matt thinks a lot of
0: things. Good but point. anyway, if, this Brian, was,
2: if if this were
1: uh, around the horn, I'd be getting dings today. <laughs> you'd, you'd be Woody Page right now, just getting dinged left and right. Yeah. All right, let's let's oh, yeah. keep this rolling. I'm going Emma Cook Clark with my next oh, pick. Yeah, and Bracken, you said that uh, Rich is the only person who has the potential of having the champ on each side. I think now I enter that conversation.
0: So yeah, that I'm was good at that. That was I was thinking the same thing. I was.
1: I almost would rather have Zuzana than Emma, just because she's a proven commodity. But I think Emma could win this.
2: Yeah, I'd re- at this stage in the career, I think Emma is the best talent there.
1: Yeah. How crazy. Who would have ever thought a newcomer on the women's side, let's, let's go back to like April before Nicole got hurt with Lindsay there. And like, just, just it, the world's starting to open up. Who would have been like, Oh, this newcomer on the women's side who hasn't raced yet. Didn't race the, the first couple of races of the U S national series. I think she could potentially win world championships. That's Spartan though. Crazy. Right? I know
2: that's Spartan. You, you can win worlds without winning another race that year. Yeah. Okay. Like a Killian, Killian. his first yeah. year. It's a, the, the championship race is always so far removed from every other test of, of, of metal in this, in this series yeah. that it's a standalone. It's like winning Ironman Kona and saying you're the best triathlete in the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Can't this... argue that you're not, but you certainly are taking that away from all the
0: other people who could claim it. Emma's going to be interesting on this because of how little experience she does have. We saw her in Tahoe get through the obstacles in like moderate efficiency, <laughs> like get, just being able to get through them, but they were dry. They're going to uh, like, she's going to miss any obstacles on this. Um, so that will put her in good, good standing. We'll see how the sand does for her, But yeah, this is, yeah. this will be really interesting. To see how she does.
1: All right. Bracken, back-to-back picks, I believe.
0: I was banking on her being there.
2: And and now I'm just kind of like, I'm up a creek. What do I do? Because every single person you pick from here on out could prove you right, but looks bad on paper. Not bad because they're bad, looks bad as your second overall pick. It's like Mm. a reach, yeah. Yeah, everything feels like a reach at this point. Mm -hmm. So... I am going to go with old reliables. I'm not taking a reach on either one.
0: The LeBron method. LeBron method. I'm going to take... taking the Russell Westbrooks.
2: Back to back, I'm going to take Ryan
1: Woods and Annie Doobie. I I would have bet money on that right there.
2: I didn't Uh, want to take either of them in this spot because I still wanted someone who has the ability to pop the win. And not that they couldn't. Ryan Woods still has his pop a, a world championship moment. He come into him and Annie, what she's being typecast as the second best, but in the track world, what we tell people is when you consistently run a certain time, you're ready to pop a new PR Mm -hmm. because if you run it over and over, it's not your best because it means you haven't hit a new peak yet. So I still think either of them could pull it off, but I'm kind of picking for the, the
0: podium spot right now.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. I was hoping Andy would make it back to me. I thought I think that that is a good pick. I think she'll do great at this, and her confidence is as high as ever. She did, She has beaten Emma this year. She's really isn't even given Lindsay a run for her money at all. Um, so she'll be in the mix, and Wood, same thing. You know, he's not going to back down. He's going to be ready to roll. And and I was, I potentially
2: foresee yeah. a situation where people women get stuck at. That stairway to Sparta or whatever it is, where you have your, your rock climbing grips and then up to there, because if it's at the, if the base of it is deep sand and they can't get a jump, she's the only one that's proven she can do it in any situation. She's the Mm -hmm. longest. She might have the best grip on the female side and she can do it. And so maybe that alone right there is a,
0: a, a momentum swing point in this race. Yeah. She's good length. You know she knows how to move her body through space, so that's a good point. I didn't think of that. The sand playing a factor into like the obstacles where you have to reach and grab. Yeah, mm-hmm. good analysis. Yeah, the box too, stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Me, I am going with Sergey Pereligan, who I believe will be on the men's podium in third place.
0: Wow. Really? What makes yes. you think that?
1: He's re- he's been in the Middle East for a couple months. Um, he is. He's raced over there a ton, fabulous sand runner. He's won European championship before for Spartan. Um, he has had multiple individual podiums at OCR Worlds. He was on the trifecta podium. Um, the guy has an impressive resume, and he's
0: so his, he's used to that terrain. His 12th place at European Championships in 2021 doesn't bother you. No. No.
1: Because he's, okay. he's done other stuff this year. And I've watched some YouTube videos of him and like the guy's just fast. Um, I talked with Igor over in uh at OCR Worlds and I was just asking him who was planning on going to Abu Dhabi, and he's like, watch out, Sergey. I think that he could maybe win the thing. Um and Igor just ended up getting second there. Like, I I don't know. I've I've had Sergey on my resume or on my radar for for years um it's just a shame he never got his visa approved to from russia to race in at tahoe in the past so we've never seen him at a world championship for spartan uh this is the time that things change and i think that he he literally uh could end up anywhere from three to five but i think he'll end up in third
2: i don't disagree with anything you said i just think you're a little too optimistic on him
1: i, I didn't race they... him three yep. times
2: had to... yep And for someone to take third at Worlds, they should beat me soundly. And What were the the results? He beat me all three times, but I was in the race all three times. (laughs) And for example, that when I ran the beast distance over there, I was ahead of him at like an hour 40. Now he beat me, but the fact is any of these other guys we're talking about would not have been behind me an hour 40 into a sand and mountain race. Now he's very good, but I don't think we have peak Sergey right now. Even just looking at him physically, he doesn't look the same as he looked several years ago when he was winning OCR or uh, Spartan European Championships when he took his trifecta third place, I believe. Um, now, no one would be happier for him to make third than me because it justifies me losing to him. <laughs> so I have that piece to it, but Good point. He, he's raced there more than any of these other guys, but I, I just think he's one notch below them. Yeah, and I mean my, that in the nicest way possible. I'm 0-3 against the man. He's certainly really good.
1: He's one of I like, don't
2: think he's podium material.
1: He's one of like two or three people. I think uh, Hobie and me, perhaps John um, being the only people that have a winning record head-to-head against Atkins and Spartan. Granted, Atkins Spartan? Hurt, his, hurt, hurt his back before trifecta. Yeah, he beat Atkins all three races in Greece.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I, I my thought was that if I didn't pick him now, I'd have to pick him next round and then he wouldn't get past you, Bracken. Because I no, did not get think, it. I didn't think he'd be on Rich's radar, but I didn't think that he'd get back to me for round six. I just,
0: I just had him ranked way lower than you did, you're yeah. just way higher on him than I am, which he is why we yep. do the draft. And he
1: knows
2: this terrain and he's good on sand. I know that firsthand, he's yep. good on sand.
1: No travel issues either, being that he's been over there for a while. His his body clock's adjusted. He's used to the heat. I, I don't know. I, I go with experience in this, which is why I would have gone with Susanna over Emma if I had that option, just because she's raced in the Middle East before. And what
2: do we know about Russians? They show up at championship and Olympic season. They get it done at the championships. They may get disqualified later, but they
1: get it done <laughs> in the moment. Did, did you guys know about the, uh, the DQ? <laughs> Speaking of that, for this race,
3: no, already there's been, a DQ. So the, <laughs> I was Everyone's doing getting ahead research.
1: Of it. I was going to do some, re, or I was doing some research on who's going to be there. And the guy who won the 2019 uh, Middle East North Africa Championship, um, this guy Mohamed Mira, I was like, why hasn't he been in the results this year? Um, he he won the thing. He beat Sergey. He beats uh, a bunch of the other top people who came over from around the world. Um, And he was just winning everything. He's a 61 minute half marathoner and he lives in uh, Dubai. So it would have been just right down the road for him basically. And I was like, why hasn't he been in results this year for, for Spartan? He's running road races and stuff. I looked him up. I just typed in WADA after his name. He's banned for skipping a drug test at the UAE uh, cross country championship last November. And he's has a ban through 2024. So I kind of discovered that on my own and I, I let, Mike Morris and David Watson know. I'm like, if this guy shows up, don't let him race because he shouldn't be there. He's he's banned for uh, skipping a drug test, and so I. That
2: being I said, I hope Wada, he doesn't show up. Spartan is not under Wada's uh, authority.
1: I would hope that they don't let him race if he shows up, though.
2: I agree with you that he shouldn't be allowed to race. Yeah, but from a legal standpoint, there is no rule in place against him showing up. They would have to make a judgment call, which. Yeah, Spartan always finds a way to screw up.
1: Yeah, oh, they could also say he hasn't raced this year, so how could he qualify for this year's championship? Mm,
0: That makes sense, right? Right, which is another reason why, like some of those guys you were talking about, Bracken, who are the fast 10k guys, we might not see them in a race like this. That just guys out of nowhere who are good on sand because we have these qualifications parameters set. I think, anyway, who knows? (laughs) Who knows? All right, back to back picks. I'm up twice. Yep. All right. So I'm gonna go with Richard Heineck here. Good pick. Okay, I was hoping I'd get him. Same here. Next pick. <laughs> so he I like that he's he could be top three. I think oh, yeah. so. He's a trifecta champion in 2019. He was fourth at the um European championships this year. I like that he's like 23, but he looks like he's 43. Mm-hmm. I like that about him he's seasoned, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's going to be talented. He's young. He's one of the youngest, younger guys in the field. So he's going to be hungry. He has a world championship under his belt. So um, he's I don't know. Start the year, though. He's won in Dubai. He uh, may yeah. have beat Sergey
1: in that race, but he's lost to Sergey in Dubai also. Hmm. Yeah.
0: Great. I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I don't know much about his like style as a racer or oh, what his, his strengths his, are. His running
1: style is disgusting. Like his form, if you watch it, he's like look, he's hunched over. He's got some some gross running form, but he runs
2: like a triathlete. He runs yeah. with good forward momentum, but maybe not yeah. picturesque stride.
1: Hmm. That's true. Huge mm-hmm. engine. So.
0: Good affirming. Yeah. Everyone's affirming this. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I would have take... picked him if you were around.
1: He, he was going to be my next pick if you didn't pick him. I was. I thought you would have had Sergey ranked ahead of Richard. So I was like, I got to get Sergey
0: just in case. Had him way down. You could have had him like three rounds from now. (laughs) Um, And then I have, uh, I'm going to take Alyssa Petrova here, who is second behind Susanna in the European championships. She was third at trifecta world championships. She's raced at Abu Dhabi, but then, but got like crushed. I don't know if she's just out there, uh, just doing a fun run, but at least I know she she has done a race on sand. I thought I, I saw in the results she got like she really worked at a race that she she did in she Abu Dhabi. She just won a
1: sprint by nine minutes in a, in the UAE like a
0: month ago. Oh, great! Yeah. <laughs> so then that, I was looking at yeah. like 2018 results. Is what I was looking at. So yeah, good. she's a different athlete since then. That makes me
2: scroll down once,
1: Jack. Scroll, I'm at the bottom.
2: Okay, good. All right, just making sure.
1: Yeah, I, I made sure to have the zoom. So when you screw it.
2: up this pick, I've got mine set.
1: Okay. Um, and Rich, I think that that's a fantastic uh, pick. She's got third and second the past two times have been the European Championship for Spartan. Um, yeah, not not a bad pick at all. All right. I have three people in mind. Oh, man. Um, I'm not going, just for the record. That helps your choice. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- that makes it two. Um, yeah. Uh, this is killing. is I don't think this person is going to come back to me if I don't
0: choose them. Um, you thought that last time, too. Yep. You were wrong. Mr. Reach. Oh, th- reach. this one would 100% be a reach given the circumstances. Do it! Um,
1: but I'm going to go Mark Audette.
3: All right.
0: All right. Nice.
1: He ran a 54-minute uh 10-miler like last week at altitude. Mm-hmm. He's recovered.
0: Nice. Nice. Our... 2021 world champion, ultra world champion Spartan. Um, yep. I, I like it. I had him in the same tier as Richard in this. Um, mm-hmm. Again, he's like that ultra, an ultra runner, right? Like he, like he's not going to be mentally taken out of this race. You he, know, he, he just, he ran that 24 hour race and just was mentally rock solid the entire time. So, if it boils down to mental wherewithal in this, he's going to be able to, and, and like you said, physically he's as talented as anyone else. So I, I really yeah. like it. Okay.
2: All right. Give me right. Albert Soleil. Yeah.
0: He was yeah. The, the guy I was
2: torn between. Yeah. And now I'm really torn on these really, truly torn, but
1: I'm going to take Ida. Huh. Really? Huh. I personally yeah. think she's going to end up getting somewhere in like that eight to 12 range, but that's she still my that score.
2: She might, I, I th- this is, this is the first one. I may look back and say that, that was the, that was too much of a reach, but
1: I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. What's, what's your thought on Albert. Soleil and, and let's, let's be honest with He's, he's the Ryan Woods on. of Europe. Yeah. He's, he's always
2: there. He doesn't really fade and do terrible in races, he has staying power, he's fast enough he wins the championships when Albin's not there and I don't know he's just maybe i'm maybe I'm still doing the who is good five
0: years ago, but i can't can't break from that Well we got tenth at world championships in 2019, right so yeah. like he's in and that was the seventh guy off the off the thing off the map here in a different race without as many us guys now, so I think it's right on. can I change Ida right now or no? You picked. You announced
1: her.
2: I know. I know. That's why I'm asking because I'm I'm trying to make picks based on running form, and she breaks my mold, and I'd like to get rid of her. You can even give her to me if she's still around. I have to take her next, but it's up to you. I, I don't know, know what, what are the you, rules. Can if, you change if, before the next person's gone, or no? I'm not trying to know. pull one this over. This is a, this is unprecedented.
1: I, I I would be mad if you take my my person who I wanted.
2: I'm not talking about people's feelings. I'm talking about.
1: Is it <laughs> know, still uh,
2: my turn what if, if I what haven't ceased talking?
1: What if What if you have the you know the number one pick in the draft and you're like, we're picking so and so. Actually, just kidding. We we announced it. Um, I know that you know. Is she up on stage yet? Doesn't matter. Adam. Silverers. That's what I'm asking.
2: I'm not trying to convince one way or the other. I'm asking, is this kosher? I
1: I, I think, in my opinion, honestly, it's like chess rules. You you know, you touch it, you got to do something hand with off. it. Yeah, Yeah.
0: in fantasy, if there's like some sort of error, you can run it back. If there is some sort of technical error, this just seems like a judgment error. Yeah, she might still do well because she still was what she got third. In I'm not mad about her. There's just
2: the person I was thinking I probably should have taken. But let's let's continue on. Maybe she'll be there.
0: Maybe we don't even
2: know if it's a girl. Maybe he'll be there. Maybe Maybe you shouldn't assume gender identities.
0: I know. Cancel this thing over. We got to turn this. This is when we would run it back and undo undo something. Yeah. Undo the past like minute.
1: So yeah. All right, uh, so it looks like I'm next. I'm going to go with the woman who I think is going to get
0: fourth place, and that's Esther Hort- Hortobagiova. <laughs> um, I, had that, I have that name written. And I was racer. like, I'm going to need to have someone pronounce this for me. That her. was spectacular. Yeah. Say that for us again. Esther Hortobagiova.
1: I've been on enough of the uh, European podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Almost identical bragging, yeah. Yeah. No, um, Esther basically, you know, how Nicole went on her run where she had like 25 straight races where she either won or got second. That's what Esther did from like 2019 and 2020. Cause they had a lot of races in Europe then. Um, and then she also was just behind, she was like nine seconds behind Nicole after the super plus sprint combined in the Greece trifecta championship. Um, her cadence is like 200 steps a minute. That's going to be good for, for running on sand in my opinion. Um, and just, she just always up front. She was in top five position at Tahoe the year that everybody froze, um, before the swim. So she can, she could run, uh, with the best in the sport deep into the race. Um, and I don't think hypothermia is going to be an issue for her this time.
2: Yep. That was the one I should have taken.
1: Yep. that That's when I was like, Bracken, I, I I can't let you do this cause no, I, I'm right. not going to get here. but yeah.
3: All right.
0: Rich, I'm where do you have where did you have her ranked did you just try to pass her down the line so you didn't have to uh pronounce her name <laughs> no i had her in the next tier of of women i had this next pick i had a tier above her oh uh, and her name's alex walker
3: yep. who is going
0: right yeah. alex walker is still she, available 100% going who was the fifth place finisher in 2019 had a really solid year has been top 3 to 5 in every us national Everything. series race um has has the grit i'm sure she's found some sand to run on and and she's probably been going after it for a while lives so. in hot texas lives in hot texas yeah. yeah so i i was i was i'm surprised she's still on the board but we'll see how the international travel goes because there's not a time we're, we're we're actually leaning pretty heavy on international athletes so far
1: i didn't expect that
0: yeah good job us
1: yeah
0: nice job us uh, yeah. So it's something else. I mean, she could be right in the mix. She could be top five again. I'm sure she's going into it thinking she's going to podium. She's not going to be, she's not going to back down. So I'm happy with where this, where I got this pick for sure.
2: Me too. I like that. She would, she's my next best women on the woman on the board. And I have a guy who I think is head and shoulders and I really hope he
0: falls. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't have anyone head and shoulders at this point for the men's side where I'm looking to pick now, but I got oh, a guy. Side? Oh, Okay. I don't have anybody that that I'm like really looking at that. I'm like, this is a sure thing. Um so I'm going with Hosek. Give me Hosek yeah. on the way back. Another fifth place at the World Championships. I'm taking the US guy. He's gonna, be, he's gonna be ready to try to prepare himself to do well in this race. He raced well at the end of the season. Give him a couple more uh weeks to to train and and put it on. So I'm I'm, I'm happy to have him. Got, he's the ultimate value pick. Yep.
1: Especially championship racer, like at the end of the year, he doesn't care about the U.S. National Series and stuff early on, but always seems to peak right at the end of the year. All right,
2: one more pick to not screw. And you me know over. he's going to come in.
1: T- he's all right. What do you got, um, Jack? Brecken, you're going back to? Oh no, Logan, you got Logan. No, that's Logan's supposed m- that's to be m- for Rich. Oh, that's Rich. Okay, sorry. The that's
0: next order. time.
2: I have a chance to turn my drafter back on course right here. If Jack doesn't screw me up.
3: All right. I'm just looking at how
1: many of each gender. So I have three men, two women, Brock and you have two men, three women. Oh, there's one name that is super, super tempting on the men's side. I'm just a little nervous about picking that person.
2: I'm Um, looking at a man as well, Jack. I I know who you're going to pick. But enough of my grinder. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm going to go... You don't know who I'm looking at. You don't know oh, me. Yeah, I do. I'll say it before you announce the pick. Dude, um, go ahead. All right. I, I think you're looking at Rylan. Um, I'm going to go with Ulrika Evanson. Huge round of applause oh, right there.
0: Ulrika oh, Evanson. No, her, Not her, on my speed.
3: Not okay, on my well, list. Okay, she's actually
1: from Denmark. All right, so Alrika, oh. she actually is on the Danish mountain running national team. She got 30th place um, or like 25th place at the World Mountain Running Championships on a course with like 7,000 feet of elevation change over 20 miles, less than about a month after she got fourth at OCR Worlds 3K in London a couple of years ago. Um she was the, the girl who was wearing the sports bra at Tahoe a couple of years ago in podium position for like the first hour and then obviously poor clothing choice. Um but without question, top end potential, honestly could podium.
0: All right. What has she done this year? I haven't like
1: um she's done a couple she lost to Zuzana, um, but she was ahead of Ida. during a race um she hurt her hand earlier this year she's got like the best grip strength you'll ever see on the women's side um but she hurt her hand earlier this year but she's fully recovered at this
0: point she said she didn't race the european championship yeah i just yeah back to back here then yes you do
2: well then speaking of best grip strength and all around racing give me chris raklowski
3: Oh, yeah. And then the one
2: I had my eye on that I thought you were going to take Thomas Boyle. Thomas Buell. Buell. Uh, That man is a racer.
1: Yep. Fast.
2: Go watch his OCR series videos on YouTube, the OCR series over in Europe. He is, his transitional running is phenomenal through muck through tough obstacles. He gets up coated in mud, tired, and just aggressively runs. And you got to be able to do that through sand. He's a little unknown. I don't know if he can do it for 13 miles. He should miles. not be
3: unknown. Yeah.
2: I don't know if he can do it for 13 miles in the sand, but he is someone that I look at and think I'd like to be able to think that I race like that. And when I see an uh, like a characteristic that I'd like to have, I got to pick it.
1: Yeah. He the only thing that scares me is that he has a brand new newborn baby. So sleep might not be there.
2: My only world podium I ever had was with a newborn
1: baby. There we go. And I guess kill same with Killian. So maybe that's the secret. So you might be right.
0: Wow. Okay. This is this is yeah. getting interesting. Now he's a picks it's, that these are I didn't have him on my list either. Not that I wow, shouldn't that's... not that I shouldn't have, but I just I have other guys that I'm looking at. And Okay. This is this is gonna be interesting Interesting race. All right, <clears throat> Um, my
1: pick because Rich, you're locked in with Logan. Then you get one pick after to get one more. Your normal too. Yep. Um, let me scan this over real quick. Right. A couple of the people I was expecting them to be around, like Thomas Buell, I was hoping that I could get him in round seven or eight, and understandably, he got picked. So, is what it is.
0: Um, it is in fact. Go ahead and oof, take Brylan and is. move on.
1: No, 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 no. I, I think I'm going to switch things up and go with face Stenning. Yeah, right. She's the
2: Ian Hosick pick of the female side right now.
0: Get an overlook has
2: shown ability to pull it off at Worlds. Yep.
0: I think Ian. I like Ian. I like. I think Ian will, will, will
2: bring it. I think they bring month. different skill sets and different odds to the table, but they've both shown the ability to get it done at Worlds, and neither is on paper suited for this course.
0: And Faye but wasn't really For suited. different reasons, yeah, and Faye wasn't necessarily suited to do well in Big Bear, which she did, yeah, you know. So, and she'll yep. grind it out, Jack. What? What are your thoughts? What was your? What's the rationale? Most proven commodity left,
1: in my opinion Fair. on the woman. I know, she, okay. and she's rounding into shape. Like she got beat by Sarah Kai's at uh, in New Jersey, and then ended up getting fifth at Big Bear, and then uh, she. She was at City Field with you guys, right? A couple, yeah, I know that Miranda that's, took that's a to different type of race, but um, I believe she was like a 1730 in her 5K during some turkey trot recently. Um, or not, ter- maybe it was like a week ago. The, the New York Roadrunners, you know, the, how they have like the Fifth Avenue mile. They have some 5K the same weekend. She was in like the mid-17s there. And um, she's kind of just said, I'm going to make sure that I'm in shape for Abu Dhabi. And I just trust her.
0: All right. Yep. All right. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, All
1: right. Next pick is Rich. And back to me.
0: Lo- Logan comes through with the, with my pick now. Yep. Talked about him a little bit. He's going to crush. He's going to be great. Oh, yeah. And then. Sorry, this got in the way. Yep. Then I'm going to take. Hold on. Actually, let me make sure. Let me make sure it's what I want to do. Uh, you got to take mm-hmm. Torque Athletes if they're there. Yeah. Oh, Wait. Actually, I might, because we don't have this one written. Like, is this a hidden sleeper pick that you're not telling us about? No, I did tell you about it, and like he's still available. Oh, okay.
1: I know who it is then. Yeah.
0: We we'll take Sean Stevens, well. All right.
2: Good, Good call, Bracken. You're welcome.
0: Um... I just don't want
2: to sour your relationship, and then
0: have him switch over to the running public. The running public team. <laughs> no. They're, uh Yeah. So Sean. T R P in... Elite. <laughs> new uh got some mock-up jerseys ready for ready for the the people um Sean we figure he's been putting in a ton of miles he's your Canadian National Series champion so he should be right in the mix he's done I, I think he'll do well just is has put in a ton of volume and is just ready to perform at a high level so yeah good call good call thank you for that help Sean Stevens well yep. <laughs> that's
1: that's a very good pick um Okay, so back to me. I have three men, four women, just like Bracken. Um, I've got three people that I want to pick. Now I just need to decide which one of them would be best. That's how drafting goes. I know, I know. I'm going to go with a guy. Uh, I'm actually not going with Rylan. I'm going to go with Jeremy Gachet.
2: Yeah, I had him switched. With Rylan, actually.
1: Oh, really? I was
2: going to take whichever one you didn't.
1: Now that that guy's stride, you Bracken, you you go ahead and describe him because no, it's you a really board. pick. Well, tell us that, about this. tell us about this pick. Just like Thomas Buell, where you mentioned, like just looks fast. This this guy's stride is fantastic. Um, I believe he was a skier for most of his uh, his life before getting into Spartan in his late 30s, and now he's like 41 or 42. Um, but he's always up there in the races in France, super competitive um the European scene, and just just fast. I, I think this is gonna be a very good race for him.
0: Okay. Unfamiliar with All this right. athlete as well. Unfamiliar with this athlete.
1: Do your research, Bracken back <laughs> to back. Let's uh, just refresher, three men, four women.
2: Out of respect for what he has done when he's raced, I have to take Rylan. Okay, yeah, okay.
3: What do we know about his fitness?
2: This late in the draft, it's like, Mm -hmm. why not? If this were happening at Tahoe, he'd be a a top five prediction. So it's not at Tahoe, but it doesn't discredit his fitness. And we saw in Utah, in the heat, in a grind of a race, a much different grind of a race, but still in a grind of a race, he didn't fade. He closed it down. He out hoisted people. He out descended. He out power hiked. I think those are the intangibles and the skill sets you need here. So I, if he does well, we're all going to kick ourselves for letting him wait this long.
0: Any idea on his fitness coming off of a, a, an injury that he sustained a pretty bad one in July. I I saw him rock climbing in some video yesterday and
1: he jumped off from like five feet up. So it looks like the landing's okay. Did he then run a five-minute
0: mile? What what about (laughs) it? I don't know. So he answered the question
2: you didn't ask, which was foot health. I'll answer the fitness question, which is he had considered jumping in a few races towards the end of the year and didn't, which means he was starting to feel that but decided to slow play it. So I've got to assume this is just conjecture, conjecture,
0: but I think he's fit enough. And his background is in mountain biking, right? So like he probably knows how to get himself as fit as possible without yeah. con without pounding the ground running. I think so. So I think that that, yeah, I would, he's going to be good <laughs> thinking about it. Now, now that I'm saying it out loud, Yep, yeah. Jack.
2: Yep. Sarah is going despite, despite, um,
1: Aaron, not Aaron, not going. That is what, what I was told as of about a week ago, I'm going to take her. Ah, I, she's a good sand runner, uh, with experience in the desert, according to him. So
2: crap. to oh, me, she's the, day. uh, she's the unknown cook Clark <laughs> where she's got, she's just spent the years building up her engine and her running and hasn't done much OCR and then shows up and kind of slaps some top pros around and then just gallivants off into the distance with, uh, with a dirty
0: mullet next to her. <laughs> okay. this was i, well, I figured well she would be around but she's who i was thinking it's like oh i want i like the idea of all. yeah i like the idea of spot yeah i really do like she prepares for races that are twice as long three times as long as this distance so this is going to be like a short effort for her um so the the uh, the ability to grind through that is yep. she's gonna mentally be able to do it yep. um and she has um, some of that high end ability so she's gonna be good have an update
1: this person has not been picked but apparently there is a potential work conflict that just found out about for arielle fitzgerald so i would not pick her yeah exactly so i mean if you want to you can i'm just going to strike her out just so you know not to she was the next one i was going to pick i know that, that i was i was highly considering her late in the game
2: She's oh. been a victim of her own lack of success this year. And it's clouding how talented she really is. I don't want to yep. say lack of success, but she didn't have like the big breakthrough. Uh, like Emma had her moment. Ariel didn't have her moment yet, but it doesn't mean it's not coming.
0: Mm-hmm. With still good results, right? Still getting like top five at. Yeah. She's doing, uh, she's doing North just American fine. Championship. Yeah. Top tens at some U S national series races for sure. For sure. Yeah. She'd been, yeah. I would have definitely taken her <laughs> these next couple
1: rounds. Okay, um, so me. Let me just check the the genders. So Bracken, you're four men, five women. I'm four and four. Rich, you're five men, three women. Um, seeing that, since you're back, I'm gonna go pick a woman because you have to pick them. Um, I am <laughs> going with the biggest dark horse in this entire race, Yoey Bolin.
0: It's good. Good oh, move. Go pick a woman. Pick a woman who I have no idea who it is, so I can't pick them. Smart, yeah, right, yeah. you have
2: to take one next. You've never heard of this one. <laughs>
0: yeah. hey, do you know react? about your
2: dark
1: horse of dark horses? <laughs> do, do, go ahead, laugh. But once she gets top five in this race, we'll see who's laughing. We're not
2: laughing at the pick. We're laughing yeah. at your setup know, but, to the, 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 the <laughs> yeah the,
1: uh, the, the the delivery on that. Yeah, I get it. um No, you know she has as Yo much either? talent
2: as anyone outside of Lindsay, zuzana and Emma. I think.
1: Yeah. Fill us so, in. The, yeah. Do, Who, do you know about her, Rich? I don't. Okay. Fantastic. He already said runner. he didn't.
2: Don't set yourself up to look even better. <laughs>
1: no, but you knew about her. I. I he so
2: already, already said, I don't her. know who this is. And you said, well, oh, do you know right. who this is? Suck on
0: this one.
1: Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. But anyway, <laughs> she's she's got a uh, Wikipedia page. So that, that kind of tells you enough about how good of a runner she is. But so does Ted Snack. Bundy.
0: Brecken, do you have a Wikipedia page? Yeah.
1: No, I doubt it. Nah. And it's based yeah, on her, uh, it's based on her running. Yeah. We can change that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But anyway, she, she got second and third at Europeans in like 2016 and 17 when she started racing and just hasn't done OCR since then. But I believe she got like food poisoning at Tahoe the day before um, she was supposed to race in one of those two years and would have crushed it. She's beaten Lindsay in a stadium race style um, in Sweden before. And she, she um the, the record holder for Mount Marathon on the women's side, uh, Yoey ended up beating her by like 15 minutes in a trail race. So fantastic runner. She has a I guess in
2: terms of obscure facts, you win. I. That's true. A food poisoning, stadium race, Mount Marathon. Food poisoning champion, was from Nicole yesterday.
0: Race. Yeah. I like it. Has she done an OCR? Has <laughs> she yeah, raced in these races? Listen, if races her stomach can't
2: handle Lake Tahoe food, I don't like its chances in the Middle East.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
2: Watch out for shawarma. Right.
1: Uh Rich, back to back. That's, that's some tasty stuff.
0: Okay. But I'm Rich, up.
1: back to back. Two hey, women.
0: Two women. So I'm taking two that you've never heard of. So watch out. Um, no, you've definitely heard of these, these ladies. I'm taking Casey Monroe here. I, whenever I take her late, it goes well for me. So Casey Monroe is coming up. She's been... Toward the end of this, she had a really strong beginning of the year. The back half of the year has kind of trailed off a little bit. I'm hoping she takes take this time to really uh, to get some rest, get healthy. I don't think she has been racing as much in the, the past couple months, at least since uh, Big Bear. Um, yeah. Tough athlete. has raced a lot. So, see if she can pop one. And then, it's been like fifth and sixth in most of the U.S. National Series races all year. So, um, that's what I'm taking. And then... Okay, then I'm gonna take uh you're gonna you might have to help me with this one, Jack. Ana Sosita, Soitas, Sociatraskin. Sociatas? Yeah, Ona.
1: Yeah, who was like fifth
0: at European I mean, championships. This your first language. Yeah. <laughs> fifth in the European Championships and in 2021, fifth in 2019 as well. Uh she's never broken the top 20 at Tahoe, but she has some experience with the travel and kind of knows what it's gonna be yeah. like to be at that type of competition. So With the tenth pick, who knows? She seems like she'll be a uh, one of those proven commodities that you've been talking about, Jack. Who'll be able to to be in the mix and won't be afraid of the 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 stage. So she'll probably be in that fifteen to twenty range, honestly. Yeah, who knows? And with the sand, we she'll she'll start there with the sand stuff. We'll see. Yep, not tremendous upside, but I don't care. How many
1: picks do I have left, Jack? Bracken, uh, not including the wild card, you have one guy. So okay. I'm up, then back-to-back you for You're a guy and, and then your wild card. Um, okay, so I need to pick a guy. Oof. Um, I'm hoping your pick simplifies my pick for me. Probably will.
2: I have three I'm looking at.
1: I have one, two, three, four. Oh. Jack, one this is your my, last pick?
0: Yeah, it is. You're going dude? You have to go I dude? I have to,
1: yeah. Um. I've, I've got to go with him just because he's he's on a roll this year. Um, although he's not strong, that's the only thing that scares me. Um, but no, I'm, I'm going Luca Pascoldarong. Yes, yeah, nice. second second place at Europeans this year. I have him rated as the, the second best European on the season based on his overall performance, not just that race but the whole season. Um, yeah, I, I think that like he beat. Soleil, he beat Richard Hynek. He was the closest to John Alb, he took down a bunch of the other top Europeans. And, I mean, this late in the game, the guy who gets second place in a deep region, not our regional championship, that's
0: a value pick. Yeah, totally. I was going to take him when I took Sean. Like, that's what I was looking mm-hmm. at that, at that pick for sure. So, I mean, he's yeah. right in the mix. Yep.
1: All right. Bracken, one guy, and then you can choose one of either gender.
0: Or I, uh, yeah, just either. I know. I feel like
2: mother. Leon and Nikolai are the two biggest names left.
0: That's what mm-hmm. LeBron would take. LeBron would take the big names.
2: But I think I'm going to go with Igor Belousov.
0: Nice, based yep. in the Middle East.
2: <laughs> when and down choose
1: Mother Russia. My country.
0: And he had two two uh, podium finishes at OSAR World Championships, right? Correct. That's who third that's and is second for the 3k yeah. and 15k so, so he was able to do it with travel you know he was 13th at the spartan uh european championships but yeah that didn't um, inspire confidence
2: but if this were a yeah. sprinter super i would have gone nikolai or N- N- leon but i don't know
1: nikolai's just very going. fast right now
2: yeah
0: yeah jack who's your fifth woman how many you're, you you have emma yoey and who else there are a lot of women left who could all feel six the same women. Role. I have you four. Who else did I pick?
1: Did I, did I type in the wrong gender? All right. Let me, I'll just filter it out by me. I know I mentioned four and five for my, my team. Oh, Luca. Sorry. I wrote him as a, as one. No, here, here's my team right here.
0: Okay. I've got it. Emma. Emma. Esther. Oh, Esther, I missed that. Marika, that Faye, that's I missed you're at five and five. Yes. Okay. 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 So we're right. done. So you're on wild card now. Or no. No, Bracken is. Bracken's wild card. Oh. Okay. Charlie so in my special. book,
2: Ashley, Ashley, Natalie, Faye, Morgan. Uh, Faye, your Morgan girl too.
1: Faye Morgan has a passport appointment. Her passport expired. Her appointment is at 8 a.m. and her flight is at 11 a.m. So it there's a high likelihood that something could screw up so i'd be hesitant for her just giving you a heads up
2: i got to <laughs> dance i got re- <laughs> to dance with the horse you rode into town on right yeah that's well. that's combining two of the phrases i think that makes sense <laughs> i have faith in our nation's system to get to get paperwork done under the gun i think you have a better chance of getting your passport approved within three hours of your flight than you do three weeks prior. So give me <laughs> Faye.
1: Okay. Right.
0: Loving it. Yes, we can. It's right here, right here in Philadelphia, the, the passport thing. So maybe I'll just make a run over there and see what the status is like. Yeah. yeah. She might need someone to vouch for. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so you got her Faye, is in San like...
1: Diego, actually. But yeah. No,
2: well, then never, never.
1: Actually, she, it, I think it's today. So I could probably text her. And it, if she doesn't reply, she's on a plane.
2: The other, my other choices would be Ashley, Ashley, or Natalie. So I have yep. my waiver wire pickups available,
0: mm-hmm. and you're waiting for your waiver wire pick because that's generally how you're going to win. You're going to just pick someone on the waiver wire, they'll, they'll get sixth. Yeah, that, that'll, that'll be that. So smart, smart play. Yeah, uh, so I'm torn between
1: two people, one of them is a guy who has like who just ran a 30 16 for his 10k and he's always up there but manages to screw it up in like the last quarter of the race. Um so I'm nervous against picking him and the other guy who I want to pick just goes for it every time and tends to blow up but he's in the best shape of his life. So I'm I'm not sure about him. Um I'm gonna go Eugenio Bianchi mm. for my last pick.
0: Nice. Um, Which one is like, he of the of the two people that you just mentioned?
1: Uh, Doesn't no matter. He, he's the the guy who goes forward and blows up. Okay.
0: I had
2: him along with Labros and Basilico all on the list of maybes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And ultimately, I determined that none of them were,
3: were worthy any. enough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, you just run out of picks in this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: this this race in this is deep. fun. We,
0: we past two times, you want.
1: you want you want to make it like a fifteen round instead? I don't. No, no, I don't.
0: yeah, because the past two at Big Bear and even Tahoe, we were like, Ugh. <laughs> like after like the Direct. fifth or sixth round, yeah, we're like Ugh. can we can we draft an age group racer? You know? <laughs> Let's hope this person comes. All right, so I'm gonna go with <laughs> uh this as, as my wild card, just like. I know this is a Middle Eastern athlete, but I don't know anything else about them besides that. Oathman yeah, Safi? Yeah, he, Oathman Safi. He's fast, like really fast, pure runner. Um, put it out there. He's not ranked particularly high in the Jack Bauer rankings. He's he can he's sometimes hung with like Sergey and Heineck and,
1: and the good guys over there.
2: The Middle Eastern racers. Now, I'm going to do gross generalizations, but the fast guys that the mentality over there is we get out and we race. So the shorter yeah. the races, the more likely someone pulls something off. So I would have been more likely to choose some middle Eastern guys if the race were shorter, but 13 miles, you can't, you can't
0: like pop one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just hoping every, like he'll be in else it. Gets su- he'll Everyone get else it gets out. super frustrated. Doesn't know how to do sand. He's yeah. the only one who does is uh is what i'm banking on for that yeah and he's time zone adjusted and you know i i, I think that's a, a solid pick wild card
1: baby so, yep so it looks like you two both have six women five men i have six men five women um to answer your question um the rich about the fast guy it was gregory basilico he's the low 30 minute uh 10k guy and bracken i know he was on your radar as well
0: um, when when did he run when did he run that like
1: like in
2: the like past month? 10 years
0: ago or oh, no recently?
1: like Recently,
0: yeah, but he, they
2: use the metric system over there. You never know what that's worth.
1: I know. What, what's that that's convert the to in kilometers? I don't so, know. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. Let's go oh. over the teams.
1: Yeah, I, I'm surprised uh, Nikolai didn't get picked. Another solid guy. Um, this guy Ivan Degtyarev. He was the guy in OCR Stars who did really well. You remember him, Rich?
0: Oh, yeah. He kept putting up his scores. but always get popped with some sort of penalty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he'd be the like, thing wow, is, this is amazing. And then you'd be gone. The guys who do
2: well on OCR stars generally can't put it together on race day.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh. except at City Field. Oh, wait. Actually, have, have the tools. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, and then so Gaudette,
2: moments, Rich Ryan, sorry, guys.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me no just come name back.
1: a couple of the women who I'm surprised weren't picked: uh, Ashley O'Hara, a little surprised; Ashley Heller, and then Yanka P- uh, Popova. I thought she would have been picked. So,
0: yep. yeah, I was All thinking right. Ashley O'Hara with that with the wild card, but I, I wanted to see how the the Middle Eastern athlete could do for me. And, yeah. and we're gonna have issues arise. Oh yeah. Oh my god. So
2: there's this is a good healthy waiver wire. Yeah, Yanka. Totally. Yanka. I mean, would anyone be shocked if she's top five?
1: I'd be a little surprised, but six to 10, not at all. Not at all.
2: Okay. Five is outrageous. Six is totally believable. I think there are five head head and
1: shoulders above athletes in this field. Wow. Look at this team, Bracken.
2: Just keep in mind, championship races, the more good people are in the race, the less likely it is that most of them do well.
1: The bigger the pack, the
2: more get chewed up and spit out the back. Yep. Championship races are about being in the lead, not running a great time. Hmm. And we see it year in, year out in every single endurance sport. You can't put 10 great athletes in the field and get 10 great performances. Someone has to get pulled away from. It's the nature of the beast. So when we look at these people and say, oh, they're a six through 10. Yeah, they are. But championship races are the hardest thing to predict. And because our races aren't sit and kick events, it's even like more likely that they all battle each other and chew each other up and people just get thrown off of their race. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't mean anyone's picks were right or wrong. It's just that we
0: should expect things not to go according to form outside of the top couple athletes. Yeah. So by that logic, you're saying if you're the athlete who might be in the pack, like the eight to 12 expected finish could potentially end up in that six to seven range as the athletes who would be in that top 10 fall backward.
2: Yeah, and especially for a race of this distance, when you talk about a half marathon and marathon results, the athletes who are in the lead pack, one or two of them wind up on the podium and the others wind up off the top 10 because they go for it, go for it, go for it, crack, and then people gobble them up towards the end. Mm -hmm. Where in Mm -hmm. their individual races, these are all the people that pull away and win or get gapped early and then just hang on to their spot. With the depth of field, once you get gapped and dropped, people swallow you up. Yeah. There's just no room for getting gapped in these races and it's going to happen. And especially in sand, there's no momentum. Like we talked about before you miss a spear throw. It's not like, Oh, I'm a great descender. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a great climber, descender, flat runner, everything costs you here. So there is really no playing catch up and there is no holding on when you crack in sand, you crack.
1: Yep. All right. Bracken, you want to go over your team? Just a little analysis.
2: Oh, I mean, on paper, it looks fantastic, Good, looking good. team, but oh, I think everyone's going to have roster envy of the other person.
1: I know. Yeah. I mean, your, your top four picks, like that's, that's solid. Ida, any other, t- like, I, I still think she's going to have a, a, you know, a eight to 10 for her place. Um, might've been your biggest reach, but it's Ida. Like, is it really a reach uh, based on name recognition and all of her accomplishments? It's the one
2: where if I win, I'm going to look back and say, told you so, guys. And if I lose, I'm going to say I really just should have gone with my gut and picked either. uh, What's your name that you took?
0: Esther. Uh,
2: Esther or Alex. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's the one I'm most concerned about. The others are who they are. Like, they all have the chance to win or go top five. Like, almost every person on this roster. Maybe not Faye. And outside of Fay, I think every single person could go top five in their race.
0: I love the Sarah Kai's pick and the Ryland pick. I think they're both extreme value on this end, like maybe unknown in the championship race. Uh, Ryland has only had a couple of these races under his belt. Um, He's a fairly young athlete, but and Sarah's same way, but she's just is going to have so much capacity to do work on this course that I love the back end of the draft. It looks great. And while
2: while Fay is the only one that can't pop a podium on this team, She's also like the only one I can not the only one of the ones I can count on that
0: she'll be a scorer if people blow up. Because she's she'll get, always she'll gonna nice. be <laughs> yeah. always 12. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Super misreliable.
0: Let's just go through it quick. I don't think we said it all the way through. So
1: Oh yeah, go read them off.
2: Lindsay Webster, Ryan Woods, Annie Duby, Albert Soleil, Ida, Chris Roglowski, Thomas, Ryland Shodig, Sarah Kais, Igor, and Faye Morgan nice job of omitting the last names. yeah i was gonna say you went eight, with the pronunciation. on last names so. i'm not gonna butcher people's names i'll just not say it
0: yeah. all right i'm just, when, yeah. I, when i pause like that jack i want you to fill in the last yeah names, i'll just come honestly. in as the voiceover you finish so. my sentences yeah yeah all right
1: um so i guess since i was the second pick i'll go next that's a good looking team though bragging
0: my team all right you've got Drawing more flash here I know you do. I'm hoping you got a lot of flashjack. This is something you'll do too. Be like, "Well, yeah. how smart I am." With I this pick. I think that
1: I only have one American, and I have two Canadians. The rest I'm going all in on Europe because I believe you have,
2: you have two Americans. Who? Don't oh, don't yeah. think We're that Godet is French. <laughs> no, I, I have it? two
1: two Canadians, Emma Cook Clark, and then Faye Stenning, and then my American Faye's is he's not Radell. Canadian. Fit. Faye, she might have uh, dual citizenship or something at this point. Who
2: does she race for at World? What what's on her headband? Canada. What flag? Canada. No, Faye. Faye's flag says the U.S., doesn't it? I
1: don't on know her headband. She, she's Canada. All right, whatever. All right. Anyway, let's go through my team. John <laughs> Alvin, very very safe pick. Uh, second overall. I I knew it was going to be either Hammer Lindsay, in my opinion um happy with that emma cook clark could win the thing could get sixth who knows but very high ceiling sergey pereligan um might not be in top form but he's got experience and uh he's he's done well in the past against a lot of the top racers mark Godet, hoping that he's recovered from telluride fully but based on his workouts um seems like he is did you see yesterday he he posted like a uh 15 low 15, uh, 5k also on a treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like, and it was a, uh, decreasing. So like 450 for his last one, you know, I wouldn't be as
2: concerned about, is he recovered as how is his sand running? Yeah. H- historically, yeah. the more the terrain gets sloppy, the more
0: he comes back down to earth.
1: Yeah. It doesn't succeed as well. Like a Jacksonville or
0: yeah in the cases where there might be ability for other athletes in the field to prepare for something like that. I just think everyone's going to be like, unless it yeah. is just something he gets frustrated with, which I just don't, I don't think will happen. And I think, I think everybody do well.
1: Yeah.
2: But he, he has some boomer bus cap- capacity there.
3: Mm-hmm. I, I
1: think a lot of people on my team do. Yeah, um, Esther hortok for for uh, the women. She was, you know, the, just the, the European version of Nicole, basically the past couple of years. So feeling good about her. Rick Evanson, Face Stenning, I think she's peaking just in time. Jeremy Gachet, smooth runner from France. Joey Bolin, the, another unknown who could be boom or bust. And then Luca Pascolerong, who got second place at European Championships here in round 10. Happy with that. Eugenio Bianchi with the final pick as a wild card. He says he's in the best shape of his life. I believe him. Everybody's going to say that, but I'm, I'm seeing the results, and I, I believe him your
2: roster is like when you go to someone's house for a party and they play deep tracks only all night long and you're yeah. either going to leave being like, that was such an awesome, unique party, or man, that was just such a buzzkill having to listen that to like sucked. 10 minute guitar solos.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
1: I hear you. I hear you. I've been looking forward to this one all year. Um, just cause European athletes, like I, I cover them a little bit more. I know YouTube obviously do your research and stuff and, Brack and you've raised some of them, and Rich, you're, you're definitely looking them up. But this is your jam, though. This, this is jam. If I screw this up, it's all on me because I
2: might have got too
0: cute. And and you had the second pick. The second pick is undefeated yeah.
1: still.
2: What was your other option for if you screw it up? It's all on. Um, who is, who is the other think,
1: person you were going to blame? It might be Mark, just only because of the uh, terrain and not being recovered. so. It's either
2: all on you or it's on Mark. Go Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's it's, it's going
1: to be option. someone in Colorado Springs who gets the blame
2: so this is either all my fault or it's marks
1: yeah just like you and ita
2: no 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 i wouldn't i'll blame me
1: oh oh no it's it's all on me for for doing the (laughs) picks i'm not throwing
2: my my players under the bus
1: no no i i I thought you meant like who's your biggest reach uh on that case i think i wouldn't have picked mark in the fourth round if i didn't do
2: well speaking of mark did you look at the jfk 50 results this year no no was that
0: just past weekend
2: yeah, this boy—that he okay. would have been—he would have been easy top ten again. Not easy. Nothing's easy. He would have been for sure top ten, maybe top five. Really? Who won? It? Anthony Kunkel didn't make it to the start line. Any any inside uh, information? Haven't
0: heard. No. Yeah, I thought that i thought he was, or really at least good he wasn't that. in the results. I Don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard.
1: Yeah, not sure. He should have done well. But all right, enough of my team. Uh, Rich, third pick. I know you loved having that choice as uh, third pick. Let's see it. <laughs>
0: I actually didn't hate it. I actually wanted third over first in this scenario just because of the Zuzana or Emma come like on the way back. We're if this were take. Tahoe, I think oh. I'd bet on your team. Oh, yeah. I, I picked Zuzana. It just Alex. based off of Tahoe. That's why I was asking in the beginning. Will it matter?
2: <laughs> You're like, yeah. If this race were were Greece, I think I would pick your team. So I think you have the most proven commodities.
0: Yeah. Right. And we're going to see how that, how this course and how this year and how the travel changes everything. So this is going to sound weird. I think Jack and I have some boomer
2: bust and I think yours are going to do what they're going to do. And people are going to boom or bust around them, which might Mm -hmm. make it look like, I don't think there are any crazy like swings
0: on your team. I think they're all going to take care of business. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. Like, like, and I wasn't familiar enough with the European athletes to like really have any, Reaches like the uh to see like oh this person could win have those picks have those jack bauer type picks so I'm just taking right with it you know i can't can't take yep. two i'm right in the mix i'm letting you guys make the mistakes i'm just gonna do what, what i can do put my nose down and just grind it out uh After so we had atkins
3: North america
0: yeah yep. that's how i roll so atkins yep. zuzana richard hynek uh alissa petrova uh alex walker ian hosek logan broadband this is great i can pronounce all these names too sean stevens whale casey monroe uh Anna, ona and then othman Saf- safi safi i can pronounce these so. screws up twice in a row Yeah, <laughs> and then i got to the bottom like oh crap i didn't i didn't i didn't <laughs> yeah. have this one locked in uh yeah so it is just proven and i would be kicking myself by by not taking these people and then then them taking care of business i pick someone around them that that mm. busted so i'm happy with it I may have played it safe but i think it's all all strong top to bottom
1: Logan round seven. What a sleeper pick or uh, keeper pick. If I yeah, were I mean,
2: handicapping this race, I think I'd have us at a dead heat. I felt real confident going into big bear in West Virginia. Like I, I, I just thought I'm going to win this. Yeah. I don't have a feeling one way or the other here. No. So your team, North America, Jack's team world. Yep. Or team Europe. Most. Yeah. What's my breakdown?
1: Uh, let's take a look you're most, you're, you're heavy on North America. North also. America. Yeah. Seven North Americans out of 11. So yeah. Hmm. I don't know. This is going to be, it's just going to be fun to watch. Cause there are going to be a lot of names that you're like, who is this guy? Who's this girl? Like, why are, why are they up at the front? I've, I've never seen them before. Um, how do you think the live coverage is going to be? <laughs> not atrocious uh, yeah hopefully yeah. not live yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if it's live it would not be good are you gonna wake up to watch some of
0: the coverage what time would that be because it's well they're doing it Just what early. three the three, 3 yeah. plus eight for you 3 p.m
1: 3 p.m so that's 11 7 a.m for you i think
0: oh it's light work that's oh easy. it's the other way
1: yeah yeah it's six for me
0: yeah i'll be up for it
1: yeah That'd be like five for me. I don't like mornings, but I, I might have to do it for this.
0: Do a little athletes coverage.
1: <laughs> yeah. How many, how many, how accurate do you think those timing matches are going to be? They're going to be covered in sand with the wind blowing. They've been
0: pretty bad recently too. Just like without sand and the wind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the city
2: field was horrendous.
0: Oh yeah. my God. Our oh. guy Isaac ran 19. Yeah. Jack He's like, dude, what's with these times? I was like, oh yeah, yeah. they're just wrong by like 11 minutes. My brother's yeah.
2: like, I've been refreshing all day. You're still first place. Did you win it? Yeah. I think, no, I didn't. Oh, really? They, they took until Wednesday, I think, to post results, and they eventually just went with the normal results. They couldn't figure out the timing mats. Oh no! I didn't. I haven't even checked. It's so, still like 20, 20 low for the win. Oh, my oh God. they're not. Yeah, I bet they're not going to adjust. I mean, the,
1: what the they times. could easily do is just go to the because it was only your heat that got affected, right? It seems like You don't it. even
2: know what happened. What do you?
1: Y- no, I mean, I wasn't there, but what they could do is just go to the race photos. They all have a timestamp with
0: seconds on it and just yeah. do it there. Data entry, manual entry. Yeah, yeah I think <laughs> it was
2: just the time to getting like to crossing the outside or something like that.
0: Yeah. It really doesn't matter that much. The times on these things, just no. I mean, if people want to look at and be and be like, wow, these courses must be really short. But yeah. like it was long. It felt really long. The, the The race director was like pretty concerned about it because they were saying that Fenway was short. But yeah. did that? Did you did you go back and see? Was there a way to see how long that jug carry was? For, I for I didn't check. I should check.
2: They it definitely was. did a different Whoa. carry for us than the age group in the open, though. Oh, really? Yeah, they the open and age group just went to the end of the concourse and back. We went to the end and then down the ramp and back up. Oh, so we went like twice as far.
3: Yeah. I've yeah, heard that they do
2: not have
1: air bikes anymore. They don't. That's true. That's garbage. You need that in, in a stadium race, in my opinion. It's one of the few. You so know, did the stadium races the
2: not world. count up until
1: 2019 then? No, no, no. I, I think once they put that in there, it's one of those components that like is a real game changer.
2: Yeah. But. I think it was starting to, A, I think Rich was right that they just transferred them to DECA and said, we're not buying more. But I think it was starting to kind of, Blur the lines in between a DECA and a stadium, and they wanted to make it more like a stadium is a sprint in a stadium, and DECA has our calorie based stations. And Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, My concern is we're gonna maybe lose, the uh, bit maybe replace box it with box jumps.
1: What, oh, I, why would they not have those?
2: Well, because they have that in DECA too. If they start to really
1: well, those are box jump overs. They would have to get rid of Ram Burpees, first, too. With, n- with no... yeah, yeah no, They should no, get rid uh, of Ram Burpees. <sighs>
2: and bring back the Hobie need, but They should replace... <laughs> some other things that were stadium-specific. 100-meter barbed wire crawls across, up, across
1: to the center of the field do that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't
2: know. We used to have uh.
0: a bucket carry. We used to have... I don't know. What else Just put do Just like Olympus in it or something. They should be some yeah, other. Why not? why not? It seems easy enough. They got pipe layer now though. So real obstacle yeah. creative and, and the technical obstacle athletes are really getting an advantage there. But they should put something else like that in. Like why not have tw- like beater. Bring the throws back. Baseball yeah. throw, football throw.
1: I love that. I hated it, but it was
2: awesome. I don't. Yeah. If it's a
1: real football, go for it. If it's I a nerf, you're not going to aim that I, thing.
0: I didn't have. I never did one of those. In 2013, I did my first. That was the only stadium I did. Only race I did for like three years, and that was when there was a row without the. They didn't have the icon, that screen working, so you just had to hope yep. that you were pulling fast enough to do 500 in two minutes. That was a, that was brutal. And then they had the Z yeah. wall that wasn't a Z. It was just a straight traverse. <laughs> yeah. And the gladiators, the eye wall. Yeah,
3: yeah the roller yeah. was tough. <laughs> yeah.
2: I wish they would do like a blocking sled in the football stadiums and that would be cool. Like 10 meters of blocking sled push. Maybe an <laughs> agility course, like 50, 40 yard agility course or three some low drill. shoots or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That'd be want, cool. I want them to do it in a basketball or hockey arena. Just switch it up.
2: MSG is my dream. Yeah.
0: Pull up for you get you can you can choose to shoot the three or a foul shot or a layup and you take different routes. Or if you don't get back in, you get to go right to the finish.
2: If you just had to make a free throw,
1: it's like the spear throw. I think a lot of people be doing burpees.
2: It'd be even a good basketball player running up with high heart rate with no warm up to to Uh-oh. shoot one free throw. Like percentage is not going to be great. Worse Unless than spear. It was, what if you was shoot? Oh yeah, way worse. Probably actually. Yeah, Look, I, I bet percentage would be like ten percent across the board.
1: Probably and sweaty hands. Like yeah, you're. I think I would play a role. Let me show you the
3: stadium. I would try I,
2: banking it. To be honest, I wouldn't have any. I in the middle of a stadium race with the way your breathing and arms are, I would have no trust in my touch. I would just try. to Go, shoot. grandma.
0: You could do underhand. What if it was shoot till you make it? Oh my god! Uh, you could have people there for, for people. minutes. It's a big game of knockout. Like you can't go <laughs> on until you <laughs> knock somebody out. That's the
2: start line. Is knockout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Let me let me share my screen real quick. Check out this stadium. Do you know the Sun Bowl in El Paso? hmm That would be the best stadium right there. You've got a hill like right next to it. And you've okay, got cool. you could just like go right outside, do some trail run. Oh wow. And right back oh, and there's there. a track too. Yeah, there's a mm. track. I, I think that would be the best way it would be very difficult to get to, but if they could hold it anywhere, that would because I I went to El Paso for work once and I was like, oh crap, they could totally do that. Um, it, it would be an ideal scenario in my opinion.
2: Now you, I I would like to do it like I, th- I believe Tampa has a minor league baseball stadium nearby, and AT and T might as well, where you could do a two stadium super. You run you sprint in one, run a quarter or half mile to the next one and do that one. That would be a it, cool one.
0: The like that, like the link is right you next got to the Bank.
2: Yeah. All all three are right there. Like the yeah. basketball stadium's right there, too. Yeah, you could do a beast there. Australia, they did a super in a stadium. That'd be yep. awesome. AT&T
1: Stadium, you could do a super. That is a super in itself. <sighs> yeah. But it's it's brutal, anyways. Yeah.
2: They should just bring one in for the national series.
1: I hope they do. It should be Dallas if they do it. Best it's just stadium. such a. It just such it be a different Dallas. race.
2: Dallas is Dallas is the Tahoe of stadiums. They're all like this, and then Dallas is like this.
1: It's it's the best stadium though, and I hate going to Dallas. But what does the best stadium mean?
2: What type my, of bear
1: is best? What type of bear? <laughs> all bears. Yeah.
2: Like, what is <laughs> best? What, stadium? what type of bracken?
1: What type of bear is best? It's an office quote. I know. I know that. Yeah. Polar bears. White. But yeah, polar bears. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Polar bear would, if it was a fight to the death A polar bear would yeah, be
1: the so, so biggest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. Else? I think we did it. We did it. <laughs> so this will be Started with DMX ended up with polar bears. Ended yeah. up with polar bears. How should Little we sprinkle between looking forward to this? I'm looking forward to watching it on athletes, seeing how terrible that's going to go being frustrated by the results and things like that. But this is going to be great. This is going to be great. And we got to figure out if we're going to do our uh, OCR SPs set up mm-hmm. end of this That'd end of the fun. year awards. Best breakthrough athlete, best race finish, something yeah, like that. M- MVP type things, yeah, yeah. for sure. So but what's we'll,
2: the scenario here before we go off? Like what needs to happen for each one of
0: us to win? I gotta points. win. I gotta win flat out. And ha- if I win flat out, I win because I have the lowest tiebreak score. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah, so Jack can go one and one, as long and as have a score. have a reasonable score. As long as yeah, wait. So how would that work? He has it's to like go one two and two, one and, two, and have the tiebreaker.
1: I don't I don't remember the exact breakdown, but I, I know I'm like two points behind Rich. I have it.
2: Yeah. You have to beat Rich or lose to so me, Jack and you win.
0: Yes, because yeah, he has six one wins. One. Well, yes. Well best unless Bracken, you clean up, if you go two and zero oh and then have a really low score, it's that bet that you made. Oh no. Is there <laughs> if you have if a really low score? Oh, end, I
2: win, don't I? Not by
1: tiebreaker points.
2: If
0: you go two and zero, Jack could go one and one, mm. and still beat you on tiebreaker points.
1: I just can't go zero and two, basically. And for Rich that
0: midseason bet,
1: yeah.
2: Rich is
0: the only one who doesn't need help. Yeah, you could win if 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 Jack and I really don't perform well, and you crush. Like if you have like thirty points, and Jack and I both have like sixty, 60. somehow. Like yeah. which might happen in a race with this much depth. Yeah, the odds aren't good. Yeah. I don't know. All right. For
1: new elements. We, we No one knows how they're really going to do. The mid-season
2: so, bet. Yeah. Too big for my bridge. Mid-season bet.
0: Yeah. All Made right. it interesting well, I'm, for a I'm while. see how it turns out. <laughs> I, you
2: live by the sword, you die by the sword, Rich. Anyone want to bet for this one? <laughs> Jack,
1: a little <laughs> double point. or nothing? Uh, no, nah, I'm good. I like my spot right now.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, I, don't I, think I, general, right? I bet
1: I will win. There's my bet
0: okay yeah that's not, not a bet mate. that's not monetary. yeah <laughs> <so>. <laughs> all right dudes that'll be that all thanks right. for popping on this was fun. cool ciao for all now right. see you guys